welcome, welcome to our inaugural Christmas episode. If you can hear that beautiful Christmas music in the background, it's our Christmas special, everybody. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Bobby's Cryptic Corner. I am Bree. And I'm Jamie, and we are sans Bobby today because he, like most of the people in the YouTube world, has taken a vacation for the holiday season. But me and Bree refuse to be a part of the crowd and are out here live streaming every day. <laughs> Hey, I understand. Uh, me too, me too. So yes, today we're excited for our Christmas special because we're going to go over a cryptid that we've wanted to talk about for a while. Mm-hmm. Krampus. Krampus. Although I keep saying Krampus because it reminds me of Krampus. Does it? Yeah, the name is so, it's so similar. Like Krampus, Krampus. I can't help it but say Crumpus. I'll try my best not to say Crumpus. But if I do, don't hate on me. <laughs> I get you. I get so, you. So how you doing, Jamie? How's it going for the holiday season? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. I'm in my, my traditional Christmas pajamas that I start to put on a few days before Christmas. Uh, I like to wear them all the way up until after Christmas. They're my everyday outfit that I will wear. I That's how I kind of get into the Christmas spirit. Mine does have a hood too, but it's a little small. I've had this hoodie since like early 2000s or it's not even a hoodie it's literally an entire onesie it's a i'm uh, wearing an entire onesie as well and i remember when your mom you and your mom did uh you guys got matching onesies i think it's yep. the one that you're wearing mm -hmm. you guys took the cutest photos no it was so yeah it was so fun i, I have it, it was so i have cute. those i should post those somewhere i really should no you should just drop it in right now they're so cute i don't have i don't even know where I, they are honestly so i have no idea to even begin where to show them at to be to be real with you uh okay this is like my favorite right now crampy ass i think that's fucking hilarious. i was <laughs> like speaking of crampy ass here is what who we are talking about tonight we are talking about krampus tonight mr angry uh hairy scary goat man Harry Scary Goat Man. Well, Brie, you are the what is it? Your uh Santa's favorite I'm the goat? goat. I am just the goat, but today I'm Santa's favorite goat. We're doing that with uh, uh yeah. Santa I feel like theme. If Santa, I feel like if Santa could do have like if he could have a redo, he would just totally nix the reindeers and just get goats. You think yeah. so? I think I think that that's more realistic, makes it more magical because goats are real, just don't fly. And so that's, he has that special Santa touch to them. That's what I'm saying. And then he could think more logistically and be like, okay, I'm obviously not going to hit all these houses in one night so I can get my elves on this shit. So then I can have the miniature goats be the baby goats, the dogs for the elves. And then he can hit hella houses in one night. I love that. All right, Brie. Call me. I got let's, plans for you. Let's get it. Let's get into to Krampus. Where does Krampus start and where does Krampus begin, Brie? So the origins of Krampus, I will say that this is another, like I truly believe in most folklore that mixes with cryptids. Mm -hmm. um, you have a mesh of where something originates and um, it kind of morphs into many things. But the overall consensus, I truly do believe from a lot of the research that we've been doing is that the scary, hairy demon beast or beast demon 
that we're talking about here is mainly in the Alpine region. Well, and that's definitely where it started out as, and like most folklores and legend, the the retelling of the story kind of went throughout the world. And, you know, we're going to end this episode in modern day and how it's celebrated around the world and not just in the Alpines anymore. Yeah. So, and so I think that it originated somewhere over there. I think that's where it's mainly probably celebrated. Mm -hmm. And um, so we have that Austrian Alpine region, um, Bavaria, South Tyrol, um, Slovenia, Croatia, and it's presumed that it probably originated in pre-Christian Alpine traditions. And um, but there's there's a lot of back and forth because a lot of people also believe that Krampus came from Germany because the root word Krampus mm-hmm. is claw, which makes sense. If you think about it um but there's also a lot of speculation on whether krampus is one particular being or if it's um kind of a word for a group like a species of... oh like so like what we would call the reptilians yeah because you have the reptilians and then you have all these other little all these other little things and i i think that's overall agreed upon because overall he there are different companions to Santa Claus mm-hmm. or St. Nicholas, which I think we'll talk about here, which is, you know, they all have the same purpose, which is basically to get bad children. Yeah. It seems, it seems like, like Krampus is almost like the counterpart of Santa. Like you have Santa who's there exactly. for all the good kids, but then you have Krampus who's coming around to make sure he punishes the bad kids. Almost like, so you don't hate Santa. Yeah, that's a good point. So you don't hate Santa. When Santa doesn't come, you're not like that bitch. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a counterpart to that. So, so yeah, in other parts of, of Europe, you have other types of counterparts, which could technically, I think, go under a Krampin, just are under Krampus. So, so like I said, in other parts of Europe, you have Belschnickel, and then you also have, I'm going to butcher this because I don't speak German, uh, Netsch Ruppetsch. But that farm mm. that that translates to a farm Rupert or a servant Rupert in Germany. And the Rupecht is a common name, I guess, in Germany for devil. Oh. And which also makes a lot of sense when you look at all the depictions and the costumes and stuff that people Very devil like, yeah. To be like Krumpus. Mm-hmm. And so this Netsch I can't say it very well. Um, Anyway, he would go to door to door and ask children to recite their prayers. So if they were good, if they knew their prayers, okay, here's your treats. And then if they were bad, then he would beat them with a bag of ashes, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense when we also think about Santa Claus, how if you're good, you get presents and treats. If you're bad, you get coal. And bag of ashes, you're coming down the chimney. Yeah. So it's, I love when we get to go back to that and be like, mm, okay, I can see roots in that for sure and how things morph and how things change. And then we have totally new traditions in that. Mm-hmm. However, the more modern 
way of the root fetched uh, is like two different you you do see an actual companion to santa claus so you would have mm. saint nick come with the rubet and so santa would give the good kids the treats a lot of the times that would be like gingerbread nuts things like that probably nothing mm. that kids want these days <laughs> also reminds me a lot of um when we did our halloween our, our Samhain episode, and it was the roots of trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating, yep. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was like, it wasn't that they're giving away candy. They were giving away things like like gingerbreads or like these baked... Fruitcakes was the big one that cakes. they did. Mm-hmm. With nuts and stuff that doesn't even really sound good. So no. I think that's kind of funny how things like that have and I think And I think changed. if I remember correctly, too, they would actually, you would leave it in the shoes outside of your house for Christmas and for Halloween, both. It was like your shoes. I thought that was always weird. Why would you want to put some like something that you eat inside of your gross ass shoes that you probably wear for 100 <laughs> years? Yeah. So then one of those things where then they would put sticks in the shoes. So you, um, when you were bad, Krampus or the different repetched wood. And so you would like jump in your shoes the next day and you wouldn't get treats you get sticks so that's kind of funny but i do like that tradition where it's not just uh one character that's either giving you good or bad it's that there's two there's saint nick it's duality the saint and then you have the bad one um but like most things i think um with these types of traditions it goes back to I can't say for sure, and I don't think anyone can say for sure, because I really have been digging into this, that it's not for sure that it's pagan, but it is thought that it was a part of a pagan ritual for the winter solstice. Mm. And that Krumpus is the son of Hel, which is the Norse god of the underworld, or which many people today would think Hel when you think underworld. Um. But of course, like most things, and especially with Krampus, because of those things, in the 12th century, the Catholic Church tried to ban Krampus because people were dressing up like him, walking around, looks like the devil. And of course, I think with anything pagan, the Catholic Church took that as a huge um, I don't, enemy, mm-hmm. really, it was everything that the church didn't stand for. And again, like most things, which originated in paganism, the Catholic church oh. kind of deters away from the original tradition. And mm-hmm. they um, kind of morph different traditions and they change them into more of a Catholic way. So they weren't able to ban Krampus, but they definitely were successful in changing that. And um, now we just see Santa. We don't see anything like that. But I think when you have the pagan roots and you have the fact that he's everywhere in Europe, I feel safe just saying that he's European. It's it's like a European. I would uh, safe to say where it comes from. Yeah, I agree with you as well. And I just want to also say uh, thank you to Tommy G, who has our own personal Santa and just bought us five aliens right now for Christmas. Thank you. We love you. We appreciate that, you guys. Made me so happy. 
Um, one thing that I think is funny, though, with mm-hmm. the fact that the Catholic Church always has a way of definitely changing things and morphing them or kind of getting rid of most things and then, you know, change, mm-hmm. like making it work for them. The timing doesn't necessarily align, which I think is actually really interesting. So mm-hmm. when it comes to Krampus, traditionally it was in the very early nights of December. It would be that Krampus and St. Nick or um, Krampusnacht, I think is the word. Krampusnacht. I believe that, yeah, Krampusnacht. I think that just meant Krampus night. Mm-hmm, Krampus night, yep. Yes, yeah, so it would be celebrated December 6th. So it would be the night before December 5th that Santa, St. Nicholas would show up maybe with, with Krampus. And that's when they would either give the good kids the presents, the treats, or you got Krampus who's there to dish out the beatings. He was fucking up all of those naughty kids and particularly with birch branches. And it's funny too because very hardcore. In a lot of the legends, what they specifically say as well is not only does he beat the children, but he most likely drags them to hell with him on his way back out. We're we're getting there. That's just the beginning. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's just how it originates. Um, and it's kind of sad that we don't have an overall solid consensus on this because I think it's a really interesting one. And I feel like it's gained popularity and I think it's going to only continue because people like you and I that kind of like more of the fringe types of stuff would be really interested in this. Um, So I can see that this trend will even pick up more over time. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of sad that we don't have a precise location or, you know, a precise where it originates from. We don't know that exact pinpoint because of course with anything pagan or even if it wasn't pagan, those traditions were lost over time. So what has stuck now is really what Krampus looks like, Uh, which again is the devil. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is a brown or a black, hairy, demonic beast with goat hooves, which I love. So he's like half, he's like half goat, half demon. Which, okay, which is why we're talking about him on Bobby's Cryptid Corner, because the reality is, is that he is half human, half animal, and we have deemed that to be a very cryptid-like creature in Bobby's Cryptid Corner. So we thought, what better than an actual cryptid for Christmas? Oh, for sure. He looks like a cryptid. Mm-hmm. And also because you, I, I honestly go half and half with um, things that have such an ancient tradition. I can see how it could have just been used to scare children. Yes. And then I also think like back in pagan days, they saw more than what we can now. Not because they're not around, but I think that they had better sight because they didn't have all the bullshit that we're dealing with all the time. Mm-hmm. Left brain mentality a little bit too much. Very much. So, very much. So, this hairy goat demon 
um, is usually with a long pointed tongue. Okay, well, actually, speak, speaking of that, somebody just bought us an alien, didn't say who, but the comment was, I low-key want to bang Krampus. Fuck yeah. Wait, we don't know who? It just said somebody, yeah, nobody, they didn't leave their name. I love that. Mm-hmm. We love a surprise. Thank you That's so cool. much. We appreciate you. Uh, I would be scared to bang a Krampus because, well, okay, I get it. There's a long pointing tongue. I can see where your mind's going there mm -hmm. with the fangs. I mean, it looks a lot like Satan, like we're saying, like the devil. It looks a lot like Satan. Um, and he's usually carrying chains or bells. And that was another reason why the Catholic Church wanted to ban him is because the chains were supposed to represent um like binding the devil trying to bind him mm -hmm. and so they they saw that as representing the devil so you wouldn't want to give the devil a face a look an idol mm -hmm. um so of course that that happened but they still carry around the chains and the bells or like a cowbell they'll ring it to warn people when they're coming around for people that like to dress up like Krampus mm -hmm. and he's also sometimes wearing like a backpack like a sack and the sack will be full of birch branches to whack the children with and or to also throw the kids in the sack and drag them to hell like you mentioned earlier mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Speaking of hell, people who are not going to hell is Buck because he is the one who bought us that alien. Thank you, Buck. Oh, thank you, Buck. You're the bomb. You the bucking bomb. Hey. You so it's buck a bomb. So it has this very demonic, very dark kind of side to it. But what's funny about Krampus is the people actually who who celebrate it don't find it necessarily dark and negative and devilly. So around the 1800s when like print medium became like a really big thing, one of the ways that they celebrated Christmas was with these Krampus cards and they had like a very specific name for them. Hold on, let me find it because I don't know how to say it. So hopefully the the audience will uh be able to show us how this works. But let me see if I can find it. Oh, I don't have it. Okay. So it's just like, it's it's called Krampenscharken, which is the <laughs> Krampus Shakran, Shaktran, Krampus Shaktran. And it is the tradition of Krampus being on these cards. Okay. So we're going to show you guys some video or some pictures of what these look like. So let me start off yeah. way over here. So bam. So during the 18th and 19th century, Krampus got really big and the Christmas cards because people were able to print and draw and mass produce things. And so this became really a way to like celebrate it. And honestly, these cards were meant to make you feel very like warm and fuzzy. They weren't necessarily <laughs> meant to scare the shit out of you by any means, but a lot of them ended up being super creepy. Pretty, <laughs> are you reading Krampus's LinkedIn? I love that. I'm That's a vibe. Like Wait, what? 
So these were the things that people got inside of the mail. This is what instead of like what we would traditionally send as a Christmas card these days. And so here's one of Krampus kind of like torturing a child. Another one of Krampus kind of like scaring these children. And again, these were meant to be like this funny thing. They weren't meant to be dark or anything. It was like, haha, Merry Christmas is, you know, what it said on these Christmas cards. That's fucking hilarious to me. Okay, so the one on the left. Oh, wait, you want to go back? Goat, the go one back. on the left with this hairy goat man. Uh, whole, like, no, the other one. Oh, no. Although that one's fucking weird, too. This one. That one. If I got that, I wouldn't be like, oh, happy holidays. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, it's joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like how that's. Remind, wait. Stop. Ryan Evans reminds me. <laughs> a babysitter? I love that. <laughs> That's an entire these are picks from the packs. They really are. These are picks from the past. Yes. This okay, is wait, one so, they use and these, cards. These are real ones. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show the next one right here. Hold on me. It's gonna change over in a sec. Bam. Okay, so here's some ones that were a little bit more cheeky. They weren't necessarily uh, children, but they were. It was like him roasting some hearts on a fire. It was like hee hee. So cute. And then if you oh, and then if you see like chestnuts roasting on an open fire, it's like yeah. your heart roasting on an open fire. <laughs> and then and then it's you see it, and then it's like the next one. They're like saluting him. They're like afraid of him. They're like, oh hello, good day, good day, sir. Please, please leave me alone. I'm just here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And well, it only gets like, worse Watch out. And he's like, they're like, yes, sir. It only gets worse from here in all honesty, because this. So another thing that they did is so like Krampus had a very naughty side to him. So he would like steal people's girlfriends oh, and like run away with people's motorcycles. And I love this oh, one because shit. if you if you look at the look of the guy's face on the motorcycle, he's like, oh, my God, please save me. Oh, my God. He is <laughs> like, why did he choose? Eh, that was going to be a sexist comment. I was gonna say, why did he choose the dude and not take the girl? But uh, we don't know what we don't know what cramp what Krampus we don't know what Krampus into. is into. Thank you, Enzo, so much. Enzo just bought us five aliens. and said, "Happy Thank Christmas, you, naughty children, beware." Thank you, Enzo. We love you. You're such an angel for that one. But yes, yeah, so I like these really cheeky <laughs> pictures that they have because they're very they're very interesting. Like I said, it only gets worse from here. This one gets a little bit, this one you were talking about earlier, his appearance. And this is one of the ones I think, oh wait, no, not this one. Okay. So this one's just a whole bucket of children. <laughs> they're all bad. All of them. They're just all naughty, naughty. And then this one, the, and then the next one, it's the lady running away with the Krampus. Ooh. Or is she running? And then he's like trying to like, poker in the butt so no like, it, no it looks like they're running away together to me uh krampus is into bdsm sure for sure tommy krampus is into bdsm that's for sure i'm for sure, still for sure. trying Ooh. to deal with um the fact that they sent these as like cheerful holiday. These were like chill for holiday cards. Okay, so this one is where the tongue action comes out when you were talking about it earlier. So this one, it looks like he, the first one on the left, it looks like he is trying to lick the children's head from behind and he's like riding him on a rocking for horse. Sure. But the next one is giving me really hard butt stuff vibes. A pedophile trying to lick that poor little child's ass. Yeah, these are some creepy shit. 
These are some creepy is shit. This, is this a joke? <laughs> what? This these are right Disney here. cards from the 30s. I, some of them probably were, in all honesty. There was different versions of these yeah, out there all over the world. This is not cool. That's for fuck's sake. The second Jeez. Cracker Jack getting his ass licked. I Yeah, uh-huh. That second one is not cool. I couldn't agree with you more. It's a little bit fucking creepy. So we're going to move on to the next one. That Wait, is, I think... I'd like to look at it for a second. Okay, go, go for it. Here, <laughs> make it big. Stare a little bit at it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Wait, what? There's a hmm. movement on Twitter to cancel butt stuff? Mm. Uh, you just derailed me. Um, oh, send us, send us what it is. Going after them. I thought I warned oh, them. There's a movement on Twitter to cancel butt stuff. Tell us, tell, show it, send us some screenshots. Uh, you were just going to derail the whole fucking show right now. She's not done. No, but Jamie? What? I'm literally not concerned. I don't know why you would be concerned. How are people How are people going to cancel us because we could just we literally can do whatever we want if people don't want to watch it, they don't have to watch it. That's literally what it is. If people are not into it, they don't have to be into it. It's that simple. I if you agree. Want it, I mean, names. if you if you want it to be canceled, it seems like you have a bigger problem with us as individuals. So like let's talk about that. Hit us in our DMs if you I'm sure it's the same fucking people who think that weird conspiracy theory about me. So who cares? Who gives a shit? Oh, okay. Then I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Like I was saying. Here. Like fuck I definitely. Vote. Fuck Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Who Thank cares? Thank you. Literally. Oh, she, I was exaggerating. Oh. I was like, Brie, you have to be careful, but Brie Brie's always. Like, wait. It kind of. <laughs> wait. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Brought no, it back. Fuck right. I don't fuck That's all right. that. Like I said, not concerned. Twitter is none of my concern in any capacity. Anyways, so we have this butt looking one. We're going to move on to the next because this one is a what theory? We're not what theory. Okay, if it's Melinda Leslie, that's fine. I will message her and be like, hey, you're not talking about me, right? And she'll be like, no. Oh, I don't care about that. Oh, yeah. I don't no, care about that. We're cool with Melinda. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, it's fine. No, that's chill. Okay. You, you guys. What theory? There's lots of I theories on the internet. We won't. We're not gonna feed the beast on here. I abuse right. Twitter. No. Yeah. No, we're I... not. No reason to. Yeah. yeah. I know. If you know. All right. Back to this fucking Krampus. This here we get All a little right. bit. Here we get a little bit racist with the Krampus. So number one, we have this is like Krampus <laughs> blackface, I believe. <laughs> This is a real thing that happened, unfortunately. And then we also have a child on a chain, like a leash, a rope. Oh, it's... my God. Yeah. Yeah, huh. that's true. Because they used to paint, they used to basically blackface themselves. So, and that that's was a thing crazy. that we want to talk about, about Krampus, too, because there was a big racist aspect to it that a lot of people don't talk about, is that the the character itself was considered to be black because black was supposed to be bad. So, therefore, the, it was the devil. And, like, that changed, obviously, over time, and it's not something that they do anymore, but there is a lot of racism rooted in the Krampus character. Dang. Yeah, we don't like the child porn, but I mean, it's just interesting to see what was accepted back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. 
And I'm still stuck on the fact that these were supposed to be like positive holiday cards. Mm-hmm. Warm and fuzzy feelings. These were what people said, and they would say Merry Christmas at the top of them. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Even getting getting either of them, though. I was going to say the one on the left, my left. I was going to mm-hmm. be like, no. They're like, come here. No. What do you say on the back? You sign season's greetings. Love you. Happy 20 or happy 1864 or whatever it is. 1972. I don't know. Tell me about this. What is this? So this one. Oh, he wants me to talk about. uh, Because he wants me to. No, no, no. He wants me to talk about the internet theory about me. And I just don't want to give it any attention because I don't care. Yeah, that's all. Okay. The people aren't worth my time in all honesty, Ryan. If they were, I'd say something. No. Anyway, so then here are some that are a little bit more cheeky and a little bit more nasty. You got some like little nasty girls and they're uh and they're Krampus uh riding <laughs> on a couch. Nasty. They're having fun. That's what I'm saying. Just, she's like they're like martini but time. They were depicted to be nasty bad women. That was the whole that was the whole thing. Bob, I am. So gullible. I'm actually not normally gullible, but I I just get hyper uh Fixated on shit. Paranoid? She gets hyped up about shit. Mm -hmm. I get hyped up about shit, and I just like to tell people not to fuck with the goat. Mm -hmm. It brings out my inner Scorpio. My inner devil. It's Krampus and the Black Widow. Yes, it is. It definitely is. So that was my... That's my... That's my Krampus card tradition. What's interesting about that one, too, is that... Pass Bree the Blunt. I know. Yeah. Here you go. Pass it. Um, what's interesting about that is it's a tradition that still goes on today. So if you go onto things like Etsy and stuff, people are still hand making Krampus Christmas cards and sending them out. And I think that's a total fucking vibe and that people should continue to do it. I mean, should we make our own Definitely. Krampus cards? I feel like at this point we probably should. We should probably have me and you and Bobby and Krampus and we should send them out this year for on Christmas Day. We'll 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 send them out on onto all of our social medias for everyone and we'll do our own Krampus cards or maybe Krampus is beating us. I really want to know more about the Irish thing. Um if anyone like if we drop you the link, are you down to join and and let us know. I didn't read anything about the Irish. Mm, oh, no, no. It was saying that cr- the Krampus sl- slide before was the one making fun of the Irish. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. I was like, Big in Germany. Know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want a card. Yes, 100%. We should totally do that. So the thing is, is that people's interpretations of Krampus have changed over time, just like they do with cryptids. You see these slight variations of what people think they see and what they haven't seen. So I think that you just get like a, a variation of people's styles. And I think over time, Krampus has changed. I think there was a time where Krampus was very devil-like. And then there was a time when Krampus was, I think, almost a mere black image of Santa, right? And then there was like another time where it changed back to being more of a devil. So it's evolution over time has changed. I think now it's settled on this very scary kind of uh, scary kind of vibe to it. The, the goat kind of devil vibe is like where it's where it, where it stands today. Yeah, it is Austria for sure, but it it's kind of morphed um, into other places. And like I said, I I think that it's gonna pick up from here. Um, 
like I want what do you know about the festivals because I want to go so bad okay so festivals happen all over the world but where they where it really started at and where the biggest festivals happen is going to be in Austria and what it kind of started off as it was an Austrian run and what it was it would be like through the streets you would go out to the pubs and get drunk somebody would dress up as Krampus and everyone would run through the streets and Krampus wouldn't really win because he'd be so busy chasing everyone being drunk and trying to snatch them for being bad that everyone would be able to run away so it was kind of like this fun thing that they did the night before Christmas pretty much an excuse to get drunk and hang out with your friends and run down the street and then what it kind of Right. So then like what it kind of evolved in over time is it started to turn into like a bigger celebration where people held things like parades and stuff like that. But it's not really your traditional parade because normally you think of parades, you think of like, you know, Sunday morning, get your little lawn chairs out. Like you get there nice and early with your hot chocolate. But these parades happen at night. So they're like nighttime parades and everybody dresses up at these weird creatures and there's like flames and people do acrobats and stuff like that. And I'm going to show everybody a picture or a video of this. Okay. So let me find it. Hi, Jess, babe. Let's see. Where is... Here we go. Share. Merry Christmas, my love. Hold on. I got to find it on my screen so I can push play. Is this a video or a picture? Video. Perfect. Because I have to pee. Go for it, babes. (laughs) So this right here... So this right here is like one of the festivals. This is somebody live kind of looking at it. And it's such an interesting, like, just look at all these costumes, all these people dressing up as these cramped characters. It's such a vibe. I muted Bree's mic there. So we don't have that background noise, but there you go. So they have all these smoke and all of these people come out. And this right here is right in the streets of Austria and everyone's just vibing. Like, why would you not want to go to something like this? Let me see if I can speed it up so you can see more of these costumes. I forgot to do the sound. Maybe we should get the sound on. Hold on, guys. Let me stop sharing. And then I'll get the sound on this time. Hold on. We're still learning this... uh, StreamYard thing. I'm so used to using Zoom. Oh, I don't know if it'll let me do the video, unfortunately, or the sound. Oh, there is no sound. That's why. Well, there is none. So that's okay. We'll just watch it like this then. But yeah, so these are some of the costumes that everyone dresses. Oh, there we go. I still don't hear the sound. You don't hear anything? No, but that's okay. Oh, it's so, it was so loud on my side. Okay, let me finish playing it. They've got all that security. They're like watching everyone like, be careful. I know, isn't that funny though? It's such a vibe. I would want to go there and hang out and get high as shit and drunk. I thought that there was going to be like a lot more like people running around, but it's very interesting. Ooh, look at that one. That one is for sure. And I thought that um, in, oh shit, where? I thought it was in Solving. I can't hear shit either. I thought it was in Solving that they also yeah. have one. And um, 
it just looked so cool. Mm-hmm. I want to go so bad. Well, so here's the thing with these festivals. These festivals now happen all around the world. They're not just here, it, or they're not just in uh, Europe anymore. They're happening everywhere. Like people in New York have them now. They happen in LA. They happen all over the place. So it's not just like a one-time kind of like thing just over there. They're happening all the time now, and they're getting bigger and bigger as time goes on. So we could probably find them locally in our area, just like they have like SantaCon and stuff like that. Like they have these festivals in our area now that are about these folklores and these stories and Krampus is one of them. So cool. Uh I mean I probably wouldn't dress up like one. Why not? Well they have like but other care they have like other characters that kind of go along with it. Like people dress up as Santa and stuff like that. That's just too cool. It's just too cool. Bam. Yeah. Like, okay, this picture. Which one? Are you going to share something? I have. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Ooh, go for it. Fix it. Um, Just like the group of people that are there. I'm just like. Bay Area. Oh. Show us. Where is it? It's not there. Oh, there you go. I just want a picture with all these people. That's exactly like the the stuff that was inside of the video, the costumes that the people were wearing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but instead of it being like, um, instead of it being blocked off where there's the people and then just the Krampus people, mm -hmm. it's just that everyone dresses up like Krampus and then everyone's just walking together. It's so, so it's kind not of like, like a, a thing. So kind of like a bar crawl kind of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. like a bar crawl. And then mm -hmm. you just have some people that go all out like that. And then they mm -hmm. just run after people. Well, it, so the thing yeah. is, is it's one of the, so these festivals attract a lot of tourists and stuff like that. And one of the things that make a lot of money there is, is tourists can spend like a shit ton of money renting some of these costumes. So like they're a big deal there. People spend a lot of money. They're very reminiscent of me to like a Bigfoot costumes. And that gives mm. us to, to cryptic corner vibes, Brie. He gives me Bigfoot vibes. He gives me, he gives me hard Bigfoot vibes. Really? Yeah. A hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, see, right here. It's like if Nar dressed like Bigfoot, LARPing. That's exactly what they're doing. And here's the thing, though. Don't hate on LARPers. LARPers are cool people. You leave them alone. I love LARPers. Specifically ones who work at Renaissance Fair are my favorite. <laughs> they're so my vibe. I think it's, it's, it's gone from something that's just um, that may have originated from pagan roots to kind of spreading all through Europe and then got really big and is still not that big. But then there was that movie. I was like, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull some some video some pictures of the movies right now. But yeah, so there's like there's a bunch of movies that came out and like I believe most of them are a series actually. There's like there's like uh, Krampus origin story, Krampus this, Krampus that. And so it's like there's a bunch of these that you can go and watch. I don't know how accurate they are, but I, I know a lot of people do love the lore of them. It's one of the big reasons that they're so big around the world now is because of these movies. Makes sense. 
Well, because I feel like, especially when something's just in Europe, and if something originally originated from like just like a really small kind of pagan thing, and then only bounced around in particular parts of Europe, mm -hmm. it makes sense to me why it wasn't that big. And then as more people learn about Krampus, I think that he has potential not to be uh, i was gonna say to be bigger than santa claus he'll never be bigger than santa claus because obviously santa claus is very pg mm -hmm. not even pg just g just g yeah um because he's going to everyone's houses and shit but i think that adults are down to go to krampus events for sure I think that Krampus now, so I think Krampus originally was tailored to scare children and Krampus now is more popular within adults because I think that we live in a society that likes to bring out our more cheeky side. We like to be more tongue in cheek and like play with more taboo things. And so we more resonate with the naughty side of Christmas and not the Santa Claus, I've been a good girl kind of Christmas. You know what I mean? Oh, I like that you said I've been a good girl. I've been a good girl. Uh, I don't know. Um, so that movie was in 2015. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is true, but I thought I saw that there was going to be a second one. Oh. If only we had rights to play a movie, I would totally do like a group right now. Just play the film. And we'll just watch it with everyone if we could. Yeah. Should we do that? Maybe maybe we'll do it later tonight. Maybe I'll find it if I can find it on like my uh my uh, cuz I have like HBO, I have I, we have Prime, we have uh Netflix. Let me let's see if maybe we could do it and we'll just say fuck it and me and you will come on in our PJs later and we'll just watch it. We're in our PJs. I know so I'm saying we we'll stay here, we'll come back and we'll do it. We'll try to find it. I bet you I can find it on like Netflix or some shit and we'll come maybe. back and we'll just We'll do it on a separate video. So if we just get copywritten, we just, who gives a shit? Like, fuck it. Well, we tried a while ago to do like a Netflix, what was it called? You wanted to do like a Netflix hangout or some shit like that? And that did yeah. not fucking work. Mm -mm. That did not work. But no, because we couldn't figure out how to yeah, use the weird app it, for it. Amazon group. Is that true? Can anyone what? vouch for this? Is this a thing? Because if it is, let's go. They had that Krampus movie not that long ago. Yeah, 2015. I was telling Jamie, I remember watching it and decorating for Christmas not that long ago. But I didn't get to see, like, most of the ending. Mm. I'm passed out. So I needed to see the new Matrix movie. A couple weeks I haven't ago, seen I it watched yet. Yeah. all of them in one day. Just, just to get to caught up. my memory. Mm-hmm. Because I used to have them all on DVD, but now that DVDs aren't a thing, like I don't own a DVD player anymore. Mm -hmm. so. Oh my goodness. So you can't, yeah, 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 yeah. And so where did you, were they all Disney on Disney now? <laughs> like where are they at? Disney owns the Matrix. Oh no. <laughs> aren't they the one who's putting it, the new one out? Isn't it Disney? Or who is it? Is it Disney? I will shit my dick if that is a thing if disney isn't it disney i feel like it was fucking disney does anyone in the chat know no although unidentified s4 says the matrix was horrible no matrix Why? okay but i'm confused on Kick. how they brought back neo how they brought back what's your face it's not kennedy it's hbo max 
Something. It's on HBO Max. That's what it's oh, on. Oh, and I can watch it. Ooh. Yeah, because like, we both have HBO Max. Maybe we'll watch The Matrix. I'm so sad that HBO took off Dune. I haven't Here's seen the deal. Dune since Here's the, the deal. end of November. If we put the video on private and I just tweet the, the stream and then YouTube can't get mad at us because we're not live, like we're not broadcasting to the whole wide world, right? Because I can't legally, aren't we pirating a video if I, if we played it on the internet? How would we stream it through HBO Max? On my phone, or I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we're gonna figure this out, guys. I'm down to, <laughs> I'm fell down asleep. to figure it out. I, but you know what? There's sometimes where like I see really good movies, and then my husband falls asleep, and then I'm like. You have to see this if it's really good. And then he watches it and he likes it. Sometimes you're just a sleepy motherfucker. Sometimes you really are. Mm. Okay, Brie. I want to know Factor Sci-Fi. I want to know. I want to know. Factor Sci-Fi. Uh, Krampus for me. Okay, Tommy. I heard that too. What? I heard that James Bond was ass. Although to be honest with you i've never been into james bond movies because really? it's always like some old man who's like and a really good assassin and then some hot chick even though he's married now i'm just like i'm over it it's misogyny at mm. best honestly i get you but the matrix i'm into because i think there's a lot of I just feel like they knew what they were doing with the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like they purposely did a lot of shit like that. Like they were seeding the people to think because they knew that people would think weird. Did you ever watch the simulation movie that um, I wanted to do an episode on the simulation and Bobby was down and then, you know, how that goes. But uh, did you ever yeah. watch the simulation movie that was on hulu that my no toothbrush kept going fucking mad about no i never watched it no i know because i don't have hulu so this I'd is have a to log really into yours. interesting point i think it happens hmm. a lot when we have a lot of like we have a high bar for something that's how the last scream was for me. Mm. And so now that there's a new scream, I'm like, please don't fail me. That's a big problem I think they oh, just no. have with any type Halloween of they have, I was like, it's most types no. of like uh like reboots and stuff that they had. I think that we just go in thinking it's gonna be the last one and it's not because they can't like remake the same thing over and over again. And I think sometimes when they reboot things, it's just like, why would you do that? It was fine the way it was. Like, why would you? What was the point of that? Yeah. I think sometimes they're just like milking some shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, But the Halloween movies, I feel like never failed me. Mm. All the the reboots of the Halloween, like Rob Zombie's remakes of the Halloweens were so good. Mm. They were so fucking good. And then the one that we have now, who puts on, who who did, who did that? Was it, was it Wes Craven? Was it? Do you know? No. I don't remember, but the that's Halloween a Bobby question, and he's not here. Also, didn't fail me. Mm-hmm. Loved it so. Well, that's much. good. So I don't know. 
I'm if it's on HBO Max, I'm about to fucking watch it. Like, All right, right. we will. Okay, so Brie, give me your cryptid scale of probability on Factor Sci-Fi, and what number are you giving this on on the scale? Hmm. Do I think this is a fact? Do I think this is a legitimate cryptid? I'm going to say like an arrow, mate. I'm going to say like an arrow. <laughs> I'm going to most likely full on give it a zero. Not even on the one. You're just, you, you, you just don't think it's a cryptid. I don't think it's a real thing. Oh, so you don't think it's a real thing at all? Like it's never, it's not, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And I'm going to have to go completely. I'm going to have to go a number five on this. I'm going to have to completely middle bitch it because here's the thing. I like the idea of the duality of Santa. And I definitely think that back in the day, there was probably something like this that was actually happening and it's just not happening anymore. And it's the lore that continues on. So I'm going to have to middle bitch it. I just, I'm right. It's a Good legend. Point, it's, it's like, a, it's a legend. Yeah. So I'm, I'm middle bitching it. It's like, it's supposed to be mysterious. Yeah, I don't fact it at all. I don't think it has any real credence to it. However, I like it. Mm. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. And you want to dress up like it and you want to, yeah. No, I don't want to dress up like a Krampus. No. A sexy Krampus. Yeah. I'd love to be like one of the girls, though, that Krampus drags down to hell. I'll dress up like her. So how, so that's the thing. So like, how do we get caught by Krampus? So maybe that's what we should investigate. Like ways to, if we really want Krampus, we'll make a movie about it. We'll like, we'll really try hard to get Krampus to come to us. I mean, we can't now because it's not uh, the 6th of December, but for next year, we can prepare all year. Yeah. Prepare all year. Do you know your prayers? If it's like a truth, like a, a thing that makes you speak the truth. I would know the prayers, I guess. So maybe I would be a good girl. Okay, so what if it's it, it has like a demon vibe to it, right? So what if it's a do you subscribe to the fact that it could if it is real it could be a demon? Do you think demons are a real thing? Uh yeah. So if it's a demon Not in the Christianity word, I guess. So I okay. See them as like lower vibrational okay. entities. So what if what if this was one of what if this was one of those this exactly what if this was one of those lower vibrational beings that were you know absorbing people's energy and stuff and uh, clearly abducting children to sustain itself he has never been to my house May, that's what, well first of all maybe he did when you were a child and he appeared to you as a bunch of firemen and you don't remember no those were the aliens that healed me he healed me Krampus oh that's right okay Krampus would oh, have healed oh, me. Oh, Krampus put, took you out of your house and locked the door behind you. That bitch. There you go. I it just was solved that one. Up, so maybe it was in, in the Christmas time. Is that some maybe? Maybe that's what was happening. You, we were a bad girl and it was like, I'm taking this one to hell. And maybe you fought too I, hard. And that's why I woke up. Because I woke up banging trying to get inside the house. I was like, yeah, tell tell everybody the story who does it for people who don't know here. Um, when I was a wee lad, I woke up 
outside of my house banging on the door. Well, it wasn't even the front door. It was the door. It was like the wall where my parents' bathroom was. So like they had one of those little windows in the bathroom where you open it's outside. I was on that wall banging on the outside to be let inside. Mm -hmm. So I just remember my mom opening up the, the window, like Brianna, what are you doing? Like freaking out. What are you doing out there? And uh, that was a weird moment for me. And uh, it's interesting because at the same time, actually, as a child, I was going through a weird phase of when I was sleeping, apparently I would um, go through kind of like a night terror thing, but I would be screaming nasty freakers. Mm. So see, I was a real saint. Krampus Krampus wouldn't have not have come after me because I wasn't saying nasty fuckers. I was saying nasty Nasty freakers. freakers. I was like, stay (laughs) away from me, nasty freakers. I keep, I kept saying, stay away from me, nasty freakers. And that was like a joke with my family. They'd be like, nasty freakers. (laughs) (laughs) I would just scream like, stay away from me, nasty freakers. I love that your family has like taken something that you were very traumatized by and was like making fun of it. And they just laugh at it. They're like, haha, that just traumatized you. That's funny. My whole life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a true, true. So Mm -hmm. I now see, I could have thought maybe it was Krampus, but thinking about it if I'm having night terrors and I'm screaming nasty freakers I'm obviously not a bad kid I would have been like mm. nasty fuckers mm. but still then it's like I have to one it's weird to wake up locked outside your house and your parents are like what the fuck are you doing out there yeah uh it's funny that people don't raise that question or no one raised that question until I was older. It actually wasn't that long ago when mm-hmm. uh, my mom was like, maybe that's what happened to you. It was the aliens. That's why you were locked outside. Mm. Um, but it is, I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but it is interesting to think like what the fuck was happening. To yeah. Or- little girl to randomly be you know screaming stay away from me nasty freakers in the middle of the night all the time like yeah what was it that you were seeing or what was happening to you for you to be yelling something like that yeah no one no one well because i see and i am actually i should have been on one of the best skeptic things i feel like because i am also a skeptic to myself so mm-hmm. a lot of the times you I are. Think of what else it could have been mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it just depends on my mood there's sometimes i'm like oh yeah for sure and then there's other times where i'm like you don't know that it could just be a weird situation that doesn't yeah. make sense, but so I don't know. It's fucking weird. No one wants to wake up outside of their house as a wee lad banging in to be let back inside. No. But Jamie tried to say it was Krampus, and I think I just debunked that. 
That's fine. You debunk it. But uh, unidentified S4 says, uh, I've had an experience at 13 years old. I'll never forget. Let's. You should come on and talk about it one day. I really think you need to come on our show soon. Drop the link. <clears throat> you free tomorrow? What are you doing? You want to hang out? Drop the link right now. Oh, we undrop the link? All right. I'll drop it. Yeah. Copy to clip. Drop the link. Bobby's not no, here. Vanessa's bound to come on. I was like, Bobby's not here. There's no rules. If you guys want to talk about Krampus, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. No Bobby, no rules. No Bobby, no rules. Yeah. Ivy, it feels bad. It was what? I don't know. Uh, more details, please. Oh, I've felt it. It feels bad. I've like I felt it. Oh, bad at what? Like it? Like it was bad. I feel oh. like that's what Bob is saying. Gotcha. Bob is from Ireland, if I remember correctly. Mm. If you I know remember. what, it probably would have been, but you know, every child has lots of trauma, and that was the least of my traumas at the time. Yeah. Do you feel like like it had some sort of paranormal or extraterrestrial origin? Like, what do you like when you when you think back about it? Like, where do you like? What does it, have you come to any some sort of conclusion or anything about it? I feel that it's weird. Just weird. That's the only thing you got. Yeah. Okay. That's res I respect that. I don't feel. Uh... Again, I don't play the jump to conclusions game, so I'm not mm -hmm. going to say anything else. But I do feel that overall, I think it was weird. Mm -mm. It was very weird. But a lot of weird shit happened as a kid, you know? Yeah. 100%. Ooh, what are you drinking? What kind of wine? Um, Petite Sarah. Ooh, nice. Don't tell Josh. Cheers to everybody out there. Uh, and happy Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas, Christmas, Hansa Kwanzaa. Happy Christmas. And thank you for coming and uh, hanging out with us in our Christmas episode today. We dropped a link in the chat if you want to hang out and talk about Krampus. But I think that that was the whole story of Krampus, was it not? Honestly, I fuck. I think I jammed through a lot of uh, like who was it that was like, "Damn, you reading his fucking um, no, what's it called? His LinkedIn?" Because I think I jammed through a lot of information like really quickly. Was there anything else you want to give us on the Krampus? Uh, yeah, that I'm curious if he gets cramps. Heyo, someone said that early in the chat. I remember that one. Does he get cramps in his puss? Someone said that. In someone said they said cramp puss, and he said he was going to eat your puss. We had those comments oh as my well. God, you never had night terrors as a kid. I didn't have anything crazy. I dreamt of like a giant spider. Oh, Ooh, un unidentified. Hello, Hi. our love. Show me a face. Show me a face. Hello, hello. Oh, uh, hello, hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. But you have an echo because I think you have us on in the background. Can I see your face? All right. Hold on a sec. Don't be unidentified. Oh, no. He left us. <gasps> we love a face. face. Like a brick. Like a bird. Touch for the. Should we sing Christmas songs? Like, just for the very first time. 
on an open fire. Uh, if you guys ever, if you guys were, no one here is our audio fans, but if you were, Jamie and I loved to sing on our podcast. On the podcast. And not well by any means. Uh, no, but like but... we would take lots of song breaks. And then I would like clip it at the end of every episode. That was like our favorite thing though. We would fuck around for so long and then record. And then it was like, damn, these bits are so juicy. So then I would just throw them at the very end of the episode. And her and I would listen to them over and laugh and think we're so funny. And we really did. Like, we're the funniest people. The whole wide world. We really did. There's a lot of there was a lot of there's a lot of juicy nuggets on those that you would put and they were always right at the end of the episode. It was always right at we cut off and we would put these little like bloopers and these clips at the very end. And that was great too because for a while we weren't telling people and then we were but they still uh, probably weren't paying attention. They'd, no. they'd have to listen to like even the ending music and then get a clip. My favorite is us making fun of Nick Pope. And then we had to clip out stuff that we knew was vital information. Information. That yeah. we could not release any <laughs> No, we could not. <laughs> we had so many things that like were in our Patreon stuff that we were like, should we even put it in our Patreon if people are going to listen to this? We were like, we were like, like oh, <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff on our Patreon because it's a smaller group of people. And it so is very small. There was a while where I was not comfortable sharing really much of anything, and yeah. then. It would hit Patreon. I'd be like, "Fuck it, just fuck it, it on Patreon." Put it on there. And then a lot YouTube of, can. There was yeah. There was a lot of weird Patreon things that we put out there at the beginning. I should. We should do something with some of those one day. I have seen yet any who. What does that mean? I don't know either. Marvin, tell me the details, love. And identified as far as said, give him five minutes because his pick was not showing. So we're stalling okay. for him. We're stalling Where's for him to come spooky? on. So, so spooky, unfortunately. Like, oh, spooky, unfortunately, had to leave. Oh my God, Josh and Artemis. Hey. Hello, my lovers. Read your DMs, love. I'm trying to get you guys on our butt stuff tomorrow. And I'll check if you replied, but we DMed you, my love. Like, mm we damn do darlings definitely want you on the show it would be dope if it was tomorrow mm. but, but we've never not, seen him see hello you. loves uh that's what marvin was saying he said he's seen him he didn't care that his picture wasn't showing but i said but we haven't we want to see his beautiful face yeah, I love Josh to Artemis. See we the love people. them yes i like to see the people we look to see them also, I dropped the link if anyone else wants to come on, too. You know, you can hop on in to you the chat. You still didn't reply. Hmm. Mm, one of my besties did. Who? BB? Megabucks. I was, Megabucks. I was just going to say, MB? MB? BB? Megan. Oh. I thought you meant Mike Barra. I was like, did Barra, did Barra look at your DM? Barra is not replying. What a butthole. Hello, Anthony. Hi, I'm back. Okay, hello. Hi. All right, good. Now we can hear each Is other. That Sorry a about real that. Picture of you? Yeah, that's me. Is it? 
Is it? Right. Are you a CIA yeah. operative? I am. Okay, perfect. We love it. <laughs> so uh, when I was when I was thirteen, I was an avid uh, motocross dirt bike racer, and uh, we had a track across the street from my house in Staten Island, and um, we were out there for about ten hours that day. Mm-hmm. And about uh, two o'clock in the afternoon, I had stopped, took a break, filling up the bike with gas, and uh, my buddy and I noticed these two black triangle craft above the woods and uh my buddy he's like i'm taking off i'm gonna go ride and i just you know i stood there and i kept looking at it and looking at it and looking at it and i, I and i was like you know is this like uh, some something new from the military or something like, yeah i couldn't figure it out in my head what it was because they were just hovering one above the other yeah and uh the next thing i knew like three and a half hours had passed so it was like two mm. o'clock in the afternoon and like the next time I came to, like the sun was going down and uh, I was young. I was like 13 and my parents were like walking into the woods by the track and they were mm-hmm. like yelling my name. My parents like, we've been looking for you for hours. You never came home. Holy shit. And, uh, oh my I was, God. Like, I've been sitting, I've been right here looking, you know, at these two crafts and I'll mm-hmm. never forget that. Um, it was pretty wild to experience that because all the, the time that had passed, but I didn't move. I didn't go on a craft. I, all I remember was looking up at them above me and then being told how many hours they were looking for me that I never came home. You know, because I was 13 years old, you know, back you then were, when your parents, you know, when my dad would whistle, when you're in New York, my dad would whistle and you would hear him for like 10 blocks. If you didn't mm-hmm. come home, you'd get your ass beat. So, uh, yeah, I mean, oh it was just wild. You know, and that... I, I remember the, looking at the craft and they were like glass. It looked so like Enzo, I was looking at glass. Enzo has wow. a question. He said, he said that they were stacked on top of each other? One, they were like, uh, okay, so I saw the bottom one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're staring at that. You're in shock that you see that because it's gigantic, right? And okay. then the top one slowly moved over from the bottom one, and now there's two. Identical. Oh. Identical to the bottom one. I mean, there was no difference no difference in shape size width thickness none of that the that happens same a, I feel material like that hap- it looked like i feel like that happens a lot with a lot of ufo sightings especially when you see these like orbs in the sky like it starts off at this one point of light and then all of a sudden some, something comes like identical comes out behind it like that's super indicative of a lot of people's sightings well what was weird was i seen the craft coming very slow from the mm-hmm. street into the woods and um you know i only seen the one and then like once it was over the woods and maybe about 80 feet from me, it had stopped and it was just sitting there. And then I had noticed as I was looking up, it looked like it was getting wider, but it was another one coming from the top of it over oh, to the shit. left of it. And now there's two. And Jesus I, you Christ. know, could you imagine like being dumbfounded? Like what the fuck am I looking at? Absolutely, and then, yeah. Even you know, now, I feel like at our age, even seeing that would be like your mind doesn't know what you're looking at. But I was gonna say thirteen. I was gonna say what, what was going yeah. through your head every time I see something. I like I literally cannot grasp it. So like yeah, and especially at such a lo- young age, like did you immediately think like these are UFOs, these are aliens, or like what was going through your mind as you were seeing them, or were you just so wrapped up in like what you were looking at that you didn't even that wasn't even a question. You were just trying to figure out what was in front of your eyes. No, well, it was the summertime, and normally in the summertime, we would have the air show in Staten mm-hmm. Island, like in New York, where all the fighter jets and everything would come fly over. 
So I assumed it was some kind of practice for the military at first. Because I I really Mm -hmm. didn't know anything about UFOs at that age, except like comic book shit and stuff like that, you know? For sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought the military was practicing. And uh, then they stopped on a dime. Mm-hmm. And uh, just imagine looking up at that and, and you're saying you're trying to, I mean, so many things go through your head. You know what I mean? If you've never seen anything like that, you know, at my age, when I was 13, that was in 93, because I'm mm-hmm. 40 now. So the stealth bomber was around and things like that were just coming out. And, you know, you're thinking, in your head, but is, can that hover? You know, you don't know when you're 13. Can the stealth bomber hover? Yeah, you have and, no you idea. Know, that, that's, yeah. that's the first thing that went through my head. But I'm like, that ain't no stealth bomber. You know, mm-hmm, and it was massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was massive. And, you know, I asked a bunch of my friends because there was maybe like 16, 17 of us dirt bike riding in there. Nobody seen the thing. Oh. Nobody else seen the thing. Interesting. And, um, later on in life, um, you know, other people told me like that experience could have been meant for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, well, either it was an experience meant for me or I had a psychotic breakdown at 13. You know, it was one or the other. One or the other, yeah. That's wow. that's crazy. Okay, so then, are you willing you know, to you know, do hypnosis regression? Uh, you know, I thought about that, but I'll, I'm not willing to let somebody go dig around, dig around in my head, and you know, I, I heard have to horror hide. stories from that. You know. I don't know if it's, I feel the same way though, Brie. Like, it's not that I think I have something to hide in my brain. I just think my brain is a very deep, dark place. And I don't know if I want anyone kind of like rummaging around in there and, and like That's waiting hiding. or trying trying to like ask for something to come out. So I'm just like, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. I don't That's need hiding. that in my life. Now that, That's that hiding. gives me bad demon vibes. That's what I don't want to do. I'll play with a Ouija board, but I don't, I don't want to be, go under hypnosis. Well, we did the, we did so the Ouija board uh, when we were younger in my grandmother's house. Cause I told mm. you that was haunted. There we go. Wait, 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 wait. What? I was like, what? I was like, what age did you do this at? Yeah, I was about eighteen when I did that. And, okay, so it was uh, later. Okay. Yeah, like right after high school, and mm-hmm. uh, my my grandparents they they were very wealthy, and they had a, a gigantic house with a lot of property in Staten Island, and um, the house was haunted. Uh, there was a cemetery up the block from the house, and. We knew that uh, stones were moved from that property and put elsewhere to clear land back then. Okay. Okay. So they moved the cemetery from one block and moved it to another across. You, you're ooh, you're never supposed to do that. That's always the worst. You never just wanted. You don't disrupt the dead in general. Oh, I agree. And uh, you know everything was moved. The headstones, the casket, every all that stuff was moved onto new property, as I was told. And my grandfather bought the plot of land, and uh, they built houses on it. So my grandfather's house was huge. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were kids, we would hear stories about, you know, your aunt seen a, a woman in the bedroom that, you know, she can't figure it out. It was there and then it disappeared. And we would always hear stories like that, the lady in white. Or, and, you know, I always assumed it was stuff to keep us scared. You know what I mean? When we were kids. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister and I were like, you know what? We're going to do the Ouija board in grandma's house. And me, my, my sister, Erica, and my cousin, Taryn and Steven, we did it. And we're all sitting there and, you know, the, the planchette didn't move or anything like that, but the table did. So did it would, like oh, vibrate shit. or what do you mean? What do you mean by move? Like, no. So we all had That's our hands on, on the, on the planchette mm-hmm. and the, the actual kitchen table slid into the wall. 
like violently. And, and that oh. wasn't the first time that something like that happened in the house. Like you would come in, you'd be watching TV downstairs by yourself. Yeah. And like a, sh- a chandelier would start going like back and forth crazy. Or a drawer would open and slam shut and you would hear it and you would get up there and then nothing would be happening. And as you're walking back down the stairs, the door would slam again on a cabinet. You know, oh, all kinds of crazy stuff oh. like that. So it was not subtle by any means. It was definitely trying to to be aggressive. Like it was trying to get your fucking attention to tell you that it was there. It seemed like there was more than one entity there. It wasn't just one. There was multiple mm. things there. So after a while, it got to a point where my grandparents just sold the house. Yeah. You know, and then they demolished that house and they built townhouses there. I don't know if anybody's had experiences on that property yet. I, I, I think it's the property itself. I was like, I, I would assume that it's probably the property itself. I would have to guess. And I would imagine either people kept, it keeps changing hands or people finally just sit there and, and deal with it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, I'm sure that there's somebody who like Mike Brown, one of our one of our friends who's coming on the show, he has the bunker podcast and he he purposely lived in like a haunted house once and he was like super freaking into it. So like there, I'm sure that there's somebody out there who was like, oh, like how Skinwalker Ranch, how Brandon found it. You know what I mean? Like he loves that shit. He's about it. But he wasn't right. fucking pitching a tent there. He was like hanging out and then like dipping. But I'm just I saying actually, uh... there's a cup of tea for everyone. I met the guy, Zach Bagans, on Staten Island. He did an episode of Ghost Adventures at Snug Harbor Cultural Center out here. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I, I had gone down there when they were filming, and I, I spoke to one oh, of the shit. producers there, and I wanted them to come to the property mm-hmm. to film. Oh, yeah. The, ah. the show's like a whole big bullshit broadcasting, though. It's like they yes, have everything planned out yes. for the whole year and yes. years to come, as a matter of fact. Yes, and, yes, You know, yes. if they could squeeze you in, they'll squeeze you in. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like a whole big thing. And um, they want to be guaranteed that something's going to happen. I'm like, how am I going to guarantee that? How can you guarantee that something's going to happen? Gonna happen? I mean, yeah. What are you saying? I mean, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But the property is haunted if you want to come check it out. And it never happened. I would have liked it to, though. It would have probably been a really cool episode. I think that sometimes that they probably do, like, on those shows, like, actively probably catch some type of stuff. But I'm not the biggest fan of Zach Baggins because I hate how aggressive he is to ghosts. I'm like, why do you have to scream at them? Chill the fuck out, bro. I love it, though, because it's, like, so typical of a lot of ghost hunters. They, like, purposely try to dig at ghosts. And I feel like you and I are the kind of people that are, like, if we're ghosts, we would purposely just, like, even (laughs) though I want to do something, you'd be, like... Fuck you. Because well, they're trying to stir like, it up. Something. You know what I mean? Do something. And, like, and I would and I'd be like, no, I'm good, bro. Like I'm chill. Like why you I was like, why are you why are you yelling so loud? Chill. Daddy, chill. I think in Zach's professional opinion, he thinks the more nasty you are to something, the more activity you're gonna get out of it. But that's just, not necessarily the case. I, like, I mean, we were just yeah, talking to a week before because not everyone is not every soul is probably thinking to take the high road and be like no, exactly. Like there's so much like you're getting different types of entities. Like you were getting different types of entities using a Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Like you weren't screaming at things to come out to you. Like there were just things that wanted to naturally come out and do its thing. So I, I that's what I mean. Like I hate that he perpetuates this idea that in order to have like a shit ton of activity, you have to be super negative and stuff. And I think a lot of people follow in his footsteps and go to these places and just like scream at ghosts. Yeah. And it's like, don't that's not chill, bro. That's not that's not cool. Oh, no. But in my grandmother's house, you didn't need a Ouija board. I mean, we were just trying to communicate. It was just there. It was there. 
but mm-hmm. those things were there. You didn't need to contact them. They were in the house. We wanted to know names and where you're from and how can we help you cross over to the other side? We wanted peace in the house because awesome. it was crazy in that house. But see, but that's, that's probably so also cool. that's probably also why a lot of them were there though, because they probably knew that you were the type of people who were like, How can we help you out of here? Please leave. Have a nice day. Let, so, let like, me tell you something. Let me tell you a God's honest story about that house. Swear to God. I was sleeping on the couch downstairs in the living room. I had to be about 15, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. call it, right around that area. I'm sleeping downstairs. My grandparents, now this is a gigantic house. The next level up is like a, a wood-burning fireplace, all right? A pretty big one. Mm-hmm. And um, nobody's there. It's uh, winter time. Downstairs, it was freezing cold. The fireplace was just starting to go low. The house was getting really cold. Mm-hmm. And um, you know when you're so cold, you can't get comfortable to fall asleep? Yes. Like you ever sleep with a window open in the winter, it gets too cold? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. like that. And um, I, love I got up because I was frozen cold. So I was just laying there sideways with my eyes open, looking at the fireplace because I didn't want to get up to throw more wood in it. Yeah. And I seen something walk past the fireplace. So now I sit up. No. And did you ever like rub your eyes because you don't believe what you see? So you're like wiping the crud out of your eyes and like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I didn't just see yeah, yeah. yeah. When I reopened my eyes, the thing was about two feet from my face. What? Yeah. There was something like two feet from my face, like a ghost, like two feet from my face. I completely yeah. seen through this woman. And um, that that was a that was a shocker. And after that, we did the Ouija board. Wait, so what, what did, did it wait like? I was like, yeah, what did she like? What is this like? Okay, so at first you just okay. saw like I could I could totally picture like you just have the 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 fireplace in the background, you see the shadow go above it because it's very like it's lit a certain way. You probably have all the lights <laughs> off, you see the darkness, and then when you open, like what do you see? Do you just see like this blackness? Do you see a face? No, like not, what not, is it? Not, not black. There was a woman in front of me in period clothing, maybe from like the early 1900s. She mm-hmm. looked like she was from oh, okay. the, the clothing was from like a whole nother time period you could tell all together and she almost transparent but you you seem like a full person there you know what i mean but she Mm -hmm. was almost straight and the minute i noticed her and like every hair on my body stood up was gone but that was the same thing that moved in front of the fireplace that made me sit up things like that would happen in that house all the time no is that the only time time. that you saw that the only time that you saw her or did she come to you more than once no, I seen that ghost the same time that day. You know what I mean? Like moments apart. And I never seen her again. My mm. aunt, when I told the story, they would always tell the story about the lady in white. And I don't know if it was the same lady in white, but her outfit was white. It was see-through. Mm. It was transparent. And um, I don't know if that was, you know, we could never figure it out if it was the same one my aunt saw that was in the room that time when she was changing the baby. But that that was a common entity in the house, the lady in white. And uh, yeah, that 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 really opened my eyes to like a whole Because when you see something like that, now you know for a fact that these things are real. You know okay, what I so mean? I, I, Until you physically see it. Okay. I agree with you. So it's like about these personal experiences we tell people all the time. Like that's what you have to have. Like once you have that personal experience, it's 100%. like it's not a question to you anymore. But I have a question 100%. for you. I have a question for you. Do you – so you've had these experiences with things like UFOs and obviously these things and the paranormal, ghosts, entities, spirits, whatever are happening. Do you mm-hmm. think that you are just somebody who is more openly in tune to this or do you think that all of these things can be connected in some way? Okay, story time. So yes, my my great grandmother was clairvoyant. 
She knew things before they were going to happen. It's in your family. Happen. I'm going to say my, it right now. It's in your I was family. Like, I was like, it's your bloodline. Jesus Christ. My grandmother used to tell us that. I was just telling my wife this the other day. My grandmother used to tell us this all the time. And my grandmother was an actress. Uh, she was on The Sopranos. She played Paulie Walnut's oh. mother on The Sopranos. She played Ducci. Wow, okay. And uh, she was clairvoyant. She knew when things were going to happen before they happened also. You probably are too. Jesus Christ. And yeah, that's what my family says. You're probably sensitive to things like mm -hmm, this. And the more mm -hmm. and more I get into this, the deeper the mm -hmm. you go down the rabbit hole, as they say, the more and more I, yeah. I, I think to myself, well, maybe I are. Maybe it's because the more because... it's the more and more you're you're being open to the idea of it, the more and more you're going to be open to it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Very true. But there's a lot of times like I'll tell my wife, you know, like I haven't seen such and such in so long. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where you yeah. mentioned a friend's name. Like, I haven't seen John in so long. And then you go out to the store and 20 minutes later, there's John. But there's you haven't John. seen him in five years. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. weird, weird coincidence weird like coincidences, that would happen yep. all the time. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe as I get older now, maybe I'm becoming more in tune to it because I'm accepting it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And maybe when I was younger, I blocked it out more. Like, you know, this is bullshit. Until you... Till I physically started seeing things, things started happening. I was gonna say, or you probably might have had a lot of experiences when you were younger and you just blocked out a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like a lot Possible. of us don't remember a lot of things that happened in our childhood. And then as we get older, the more and more we we realize how much like and how deeper it goes, especially with very your family. True. It sounds like they're very connected. Have, like honestly, I feel like you should need to sit down with each of your like grandparents and parents and whoever else is around and just ask them about the weird paranormal alien and whatever stuff and like get that on record well funny thing you say that well my grandmother oh, passed away uh, last christmas but oh my god i'm so sorry thank you my my mom went to uh, a psychic and she went with my mother my sister and my aunt all went and the weird thing was the psychic was saying to my mother like I don't know who this biker is that's standing next to you, but he, he won't leave your side. And like yeah. a couple months prior to that, my Uncle Harry died, and he was a biker. He was a mechanic. Oh. He was a biker dude. And the, the lady told me, and my mother didn't tell this person anything about anybody in the family. And the lady was telling her, like, well, Harry, if that's Harry, he must be your guardian angel. He's attached to you. He won't leave your side. And she also said there's a German Shepherd attached to you. So, because we had German Shepherds our entire life. And I was passed away when I was younger, Brandy. And it was my mother's favorite German Shepherd. The, the dog was there too. So, how would that psychic know things like that? Nobody told this that's lady anything. So they were just precious. in an that audience. Would make me cry. I would fucking Honestly, cry. that's how you know when like the psychics really are very serious about what they do is because they they tell you things that like you can't you literally can't Google. It would make no sense that they would know exactly. any of this information. Exactly. And it's like it's honestly it's this way for your loved ones to really validate what it is that's yes. happening with communication. But I don't believe all these clairvoyants that are out there. A lot of them are shy. No, they're out there. A lot of them are money. bullshit. But mm -hmm. some of them. If not, you know, out of a hundred, maybe two of them are legitimate. They they are out there. I do believe they're out there. Hi, Alien Girl, by the way. I seen you over in the post. Hi, Amy Love, yes. But okay. I do believe that some of them exist. Okay, so I have a question because you're obviously into this kind of stuff and, and you've you've had, you know, conversations with people from the other side. So like what do you think it is that happens after death? Have you formulated any sort of opinion about that? Here's another thing, and you can even fact check this. When I was nineteen, I bought a motorcycle. I bought a, a ZX-1000 Ninja, and I had a motorcycle accident. I crashed maybe eight blocks away from my house, and uh, oh my it was goodness. a terrible accident. 
uh, my friend was behind me on his bike. I crashed the bike. There was kids playing hockey in the street. A rider moving truck was coming the wrong way up a one-way street. Instead of hitting the kids with the motorcycle, I tried to go around the truck, and I got hit by the truck. Holy shit. Completely knocked out, dead on scene. I bit my tongue off. I knocked teeth out. I had reconstructive surgery. I was in the hospital for months. Oh, my God. Anyway, I thought... I thought You're that lucky I had, to be alive. I, I am lucky to be alive. I thought that I got up, I picked the motorcycle up, and, and all this stuff went on in my head. But that didn't happen. What actually happened was I had got up, mm-hmm. and everything disappeared. All the houses around me disappeared. It, I was just in a field. And you know when you wake up like 5 o'clock in the morning and the sky is blue right before the sun comes up? It, it's light enough that you could see everything, but it's still dark enough. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what. That's what. It's everything like this glow. Like. Yeah, it's it's like pre-dawn. Mm-hmm. Every everything around me looked like that, and I was just in a gigantic field of grass, and um, I couldn't find the motorcycle, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where I was. I thought that I got thrown so far that I didn't know, like you know, where I landed. Anyway, I'm walking around in this field, and all of a sudden, in front of me, I see like a uh, distorted figure walking towards me. And I'm, I'm hearing all these people talking, but I don't see nobody. And just this distorted shadow coming towards me until it got closer. Mm-hmm. And I recognized the person as he got closer, but I couldn't put all oh, my hair standing up. I couldn't put my finger on who the person was. Mm-hmm. And, um, he said to me, Anthony, are, are you ready to go home? Is everything all right? And I said, I can't, I can't find my motorcycle. Did you see my motorcycle? And he said to me, this is going to hurt. And I remember him punching me in my oh. chest so hard. And then I woke up in the ambulance. I was getting defibrillated. Oh, okay. And um, intense. Months, yeah. went, months went by revive. I could start to talk again. Because for months, I was writing things down in, in a pad in the hospital. I couldn't talk. I had like mm-hmm. 400 oral sutures holding my, my tongue together. Holy shit. And um, months went by before I could talk and, and articulate and walk and all of that stuff again. And I told my mother what had happened. And she says, that, that person sounds very familiar. I said, the guy had black curly hair. He had a mustache. So my mother started showing me pictures of people you know, in the family. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, she, she pulls out a picture of my godfather, who I never met. He died in a tow truck accident before I was, when I was born, when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine months old. He had died in a tow truck accident on Staten Island. Mm-hmm. I said, that's the guy that hit me. Oh, wow. Let me tell you something. All my hair on my body is standing up Just, right now. Wow. No, I, I like, I'm mother, shook too. I was like, oh my God, I knew that was I said coming. to my mom, that was the guy that punched me in the chest. She goes, that's your Uncle Mikey. That's your godfather. He died when you were about eight months old in a tow truck accident on Staten oh Island. Oh my God. Holy shit. And I, Curly, and I got the picture now. It's the only picture I have of him. And I still have it to this day. I keep it behind in my office. And, you know, I got him like in a heart frame and he's holding me. I'm about eight months old. And that's the only picture I have him. And he's got black curly hair and a mustache. And and that's the guy. Holy shit. So when you so until that moment, did you think that you were having some sort of a near-death experience? No, no, not at all. Because like I said, with the other, when I saw the UFO, the woods were across the street from my house. Mm -hmm. So when I hit that truck, I I thought I got thrown into into the marshland. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I thought I got mm-hmm, flung mm-hmm. 50, 80 feet into the woods is what I thought. And that's why I thought I didn't see no houses and I was in the grass and I just kept walking. I, I was more concerned for the motorcycle. Like, where's my new bike? But mm. none of that none of that happened. My friend that was behind me, Phil, was like, we, I, I was smacking you. I was trying to wake you up while the ambulance was coming. You were out cold, man. You were gone. We couldn't get Holy you up. Shit. You were gone. Holy shit. Holy shit. And, um, yeah. Wow. And so do you consider that a near-death experience that you had uh, now? Uh, uh, oh, it is. 100%. See, and I agree with this, too. I know, I know that you die, and, and either you're going to have a chance to come back, or you're going to move forward, and you'll have a chance to come back at another time. That's I strongly believe that you come back. I strongly believe you die, and then your, your soul is, I don't know, recycled and brought back and put into somebody else, and you don't remember. But you're given that option, I think. Oh, that's I, very- I really do. That's an interesting take on it. I see. I've never had a near death experience. I don't necessarily want to have one, although that would be, I think Lady Gaga said that quote was like, if you could do something and with no consequences, what would you do? And she was like, die. And I was like, oh, that's a vibe. I feel that because I would love, like a lot of people have this very, I think, negative notation about death and they're very afraid of it, but I feel it to be so like liberating and like a new chapter in the beginning, almost like we as humans are in like a small cocoon and death is the opening of it where we turn into our butterflies. Good analogy. I'm not afraid of death anymore at all. Not at all. Do you, and did you start Great almost transition. immediately living your life differently after that moment? Like once you realized I, that you had that like experience? I didn't. I, I kind of like, uh, I, I don't know. I was young. So like, you know, uh, after all that happened, I like wanted to live my life. You know, I started going out, clubbing, partying, having a good time. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to appreciate every moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wanted to live life. I went to Woodstock 99. You know, I did Yo. all these other things, you know. Uh, yeah, I just enjoyed my life because, you know, I felt As like, look, should. I, I could have I died there. And mm-hmm. that could have yep. been it. So I just wanted to live every moment like it was my last, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just had to experience life of what the, what it is. Everything. And that's really that's really I think what life is about and it's it's it sucks sometimes that people have to have experiences like that to 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 get to that level to understand that it's just about having like a human experience. That's what it is at the end of the day. And you know what? I I learned to love everybody after that cuz prior to that Aww. growing up mm-hmm. on Staten Island you know, Get a little bit of attitude, out, yeah. Yeah, everybody out here thinks they're a Guido. Hey, how you doing, Kushi? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? You know, everybody thinks they're in a Bronx tale over here. And and after that, I just learned to love and accept everybody. And I don't care if you're black, white, transgender, gay, straight. I don't care who you are. As long as you got a, a, a good heart and you're pure mind, you, you're all right with me. You, you're good with me, you know what I mean? Yes, I couldn't agree more. That's an entire but vibe. Prior to that, I was not like that. You know, you, I just want to be tough guy asshole from the neighborhood. I was like, you know I, mean? I was like, yeah, you we, we were that typical kind of East Coast attitude. Yeah. Asshole. Mm-hmm. Ass, an then, asshole. You know, I, I changed my yeah. whole life after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love your accent, too. Just, just letting you know. I love it so hey, much. Hey, how you doing, Jamie? I hey, like. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. I love hey, a New York Bri, accent. How you doing? <laughs> that is so intense, though. That's like. Yeah, that's I, I've had some wild experiences in my life. You know, it's like it's one thing I feel like to to go through alien experiences, but I think with with death, with near death experiences, I feel like that's something a totally different layer. 
you know, because when, when we talk about alien experiences, we're still in our life, right? We're not well, losing that. But right. But, but you know what's sad? When, when you literally have to die to appreciate life, that, that's a sad concept. Like when you have to like literally have an experience like that to get woken up is, is scary. But I'm glad I did wake up from it. You know what I mean? You know what? I hate to say it, but I think that most of us need that. Oh, hell yeah. I know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Unfor no, that's the unfortunate that's, side of it. It's yeah. not, I, I don't blame us as a people. I blame the society that we've built and yep. the construct that society has built for us. Like the whole construct that we live in, we think that we have to be all of these things. We have mm -hmm. to be Well, that's because society, society puts all these negative connotations on everybody that you have to be this way, look this way, talk this way, dress this way, act this way. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to be me. And if you don't like me to, for, for who I am, go see where you got to go. And that's it. You know what? It just sucks, though, because it is society, but yet society is always dying. And it's the fact that we already kind of consciously buy into it, mm -hmm. that we're constantly feeding into that idea. So Very if true. that was just like a one viewpoint, it would have died off. Right. But because it's consistent and because even though we hate it, we still seem to give it that conscious energy. Mm -hmm. Consistently building it. So even though I hate it, I would be lying to you if I said that I also didn't feel that way sometimes, you know, because it's it's like what else? It's that voice that's like, oh, you have to be doing this. You have to be doing that. And, you know, it's like it's hard to get rid of. And, yeah. you know, so I would hate to, like, wish death upon us all. But mm -hmm. it, it sucks that I feel like that's the one experience. I think a near-death experience and a really deep psychedelic DMT-type experience is the only thing that truly breaks people in their consciousness well, to make them think differently. When I was younger, I tried a uh, special K. Do you know oh. what I mean? Oh, okay. And um, my, my yeah, friend, baby. you know, Staten Island, all party kids, we all used to go to like Staten I didn't know Staten Island got down with a K. Yeah. Oh yeah, party, party big time over here. And um, <laughs> so my buddy's like, yo, we're gonna, we're gonna try special K this weekend with a little E and everything. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll take a little E wait, sprinkled on the side or like inside <laughs> or like what? Yeah, like, like what, 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 yeah, what a combination well, is you, that? You yeah. guys got Sound Factory in California, right? <laughs> Sound oh, factory. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got one in Manhattan too, you know, house music, club music. And uh, so my boy was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to try the batch before we go. So uh, I was sitting on the couch. I did it. And uh, I had an out of body experience with that. Like, oh, okay. I, I, Where'd I you go? My... Where'd you go? Well, it, 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 I really didn't go anywhere. Like I felt myself come out, like my soul okay. come out of my body. Okay. And yes. I floated through the roof of the house. And I felt like okay. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was sitting up in the sky, mm -hmm. looking down below at all the cars passing. And I felt the wind on my face and, you know, all of that stuff. And I'm just basically sat up above the house in the sky, looking down, mm -hmm. tripping balls. Awesome. And, and that was my experience. I had a full That's blown so cool. out of body experience with that. And it, it was, I never had that experience again, but it was wild. When have people you had, say, 
Get have it? you had any sort of experiences with extraterrestrials on any other sorts of type of drugs? Uh, no, not extraterrestrials in the sense of like little green Martians, but like uh, when I when you take like uh, Special K and you, and you drop ecstasy and mushrooms and you party and all night long like that, you know, listen to house music and you're in that environment with the music and everything. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah um, Joe Rogan talks about seeing those purple beings on, on DMT. I've had, mm-hmm. simil- I've had a similar experience with that. Jesus. But then, but then again, you're talking about being high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're talking about being on narcotics. You're not talking about having like a, a natural experience where, you know, it happened in your sleep or you woke up and you were taken or anything like that. I was tripping balls and that happened. Yeah. And, Are- um, would you be open to taking things like um, like DMT or like ayahuasca or anything like that to have experiences? Uh, now that I'm retired from the city, I could do all of that. So ah, a little bit more open to it. Retired from the city at such a young age, Jesus uh, yeah, Christ! Yeah, I'm on, I'm on disability. I get hurt. Oh no! Well, I mean, more time to look at UFOs. Yeah, more time to look at UFOs. I worked for the city for 15 years, and now I'm retired. But um. DMT you can't find over here. Ayahuasca you got to go to like a a resort, like a shaman. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it right. You got to stay a couple days and so here's the deal. Do the here's whole the deal. Ceremony. We gotta we gotta plan a trip to Oregon is what I've decided because all drugs are legal there and we will just go to Oregon and do fun things. And oh, I feel absolutely. like I feel like we could all just take a nice vacation, save up for a year, and then just everyone can go and we can just go be weird in Oregon. A hundred percent. I'm down because. I want to really get down to the root of everything. And they say ayahuasca really gets you down to the root of all your issues. Yeah, I heard like a lot of people. So I've seen a few documentaries and stuff on Netflix and things like that. And I've seen where like people completely fucking break down and it changes their fucking life. But here's the thing. I have a question for you then. So like you've kind of sort of already had a moment like that with your near-death experience. Would you want to experience something like that again? 100%. Why not? Because wow. when that ha- when that happened, even though I was confused, I didn't know where I was, I wasn't afraid, I wasn't mm. panicked, and I was filled with nothing but a loving feeling. That was mm. the only feeling I had the whole time I was There was no done. negativity to it whatsoever. None. None. You're completely detached from your mind, I want to say. You, 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 all your negative connotations, your mind is completely detached from them. There's none of that. None That's insane. That. That's insane. You know what? Everything's very say, though, like a I welcoming home feeling. Shit, but, mm. I'm saying we should take a trip to, like, to Oregon. A legit place like the Amazon, not Oregon. There's no shamans in All Oregon. Right. Did All you right, ever so see like that movie shaman. where the where the people go to the Amazon and they feed them to the tribe where they they eat the uh, the cannibals? Did you ever see that movie? We go to no. the Amazon. No, the ruins. Bro. You can forget that. that. The not the Amazon. Nothing. Huh? Is that the ruins? I can't remember the name of the movie, but some like religious group, they go out to like the Amazon or whatever, and and they get kidnapped Wait, by like uh, tribesmen that eat them. Of Midsummer. Midsummer is, is that it? Midsummer. But they're I think that's white, the movie you're talking about, right? Okay, they're, they're, they're white people white that go out to like, yeah. Yeah, it's all like like they're from Sweden. Yeah, that's Midsummer. And, and, the, and then the one girl gets away, oh, and then they catch movie. her in the end. That I've never sick. seen that one, but I heard that it's super <laughs> fucking amazing, but I've never seen it. Crazy. I heard, really, I heard that it's really no, long, though. It. Crazy. 
You won't catch it's, me overseas in a place like that. <laughs> wait, are you talking about the one where her boyfriend basically is put in make, she a make, bear suit? No, they're all in. They're all in. The, they're like this Christian camp, and they're going like out to the Amazon to help the the people or whatever over there. And then they get kidnapped by like a, a long lost tribe or whatever that's cannibals. Oh, this is different. I, I gotta find the name of this movie. You gotta see it. Okay, you'll, find you'll, it. Yeah, you'll yeah, never yeah. go. Oh, ever. different. You will never mm -hmm. go. And uh, yeah, that's why I ain't going to find no, a shaman no, in the Amazon. I'm honestly, it's not like it's safe in the U.S., but yet I feel like because of movies, it's made me scared to leave. Yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that, well, and, and hold on, you the have to think about that. You have, kidneys. I was like, you have to think about that twofold, though, because there's a, a lot of weird, creepy shit that happens here in America as well. Oh, and you everywhere. have it's like, like it's like, not it's not just there. Like you can literally go to a middle middle of America and there's probably fucking hillbillies out there who will cut your fucking kidney out and sell it on the black market. Yeah, but you don't got to run halfway across the world to get back to the United States. You know what I mean? Mm. You're here. That's very true. That's I very mean, true. We know people across the nation. We could be like, hey, I'm in fucking Texas. Can you pick me up? Bobby. 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 I'm too busy. I can't pick up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have too much going on. I want to know why you two didn't get a venue and do this mm -hmm. Golden Probe Award thing. Ah, uh, live where somewhere? You had people come in like Comic-Con or something like that. This is the best idea I've ever heard. I was talking to Spooky about it a couple days ago. This yeah. was the greatest thing you two ever invented. I mean, I couldn't be proud of, of any two women in ufology. I'm so happy to have women no, in it, ufology. It, it's not just us. It's Spooky, and it's the people behind us. It's it's not Hell just yeah. us. So yeah, take just credit for us. It's all of us going on. And honestly, the biggest reason why is because that costs a lot of money, and money is not free. What a venue! <laughs> yeah, and like just to do all that, like listen, if somebody wants to give us like you know twenty to thirty thousand dollars to put on an event, me and Bree could probably do that. You like, don't have to do it. Like hey, ten thousand. If if you can guarantee ten thousand people and twenty five percent of the sales ticket price, they'll well, give you a venue. True. That's very you true. You know what I mean? That's They'll very true. That's very true. But here's what we would have to do. All of us would have to get together and promote the living shit out of it because it's not something we'd be able to accomplish on our own. Everybody would have to pitch few, in and be this. A few different we'd channels need, to jump in. It's insane. Yeah. We'd need yeah. we'd need we'd need something to make it really big to get people to go out there and do that. I so I live in the Vegas area and I think Vegas is perfection. Prime for it. time, perfect time, perfect place to be. I think it's the it perfect place to, to do it. And I think if we got Sin something City? like, I thought if we got something like the Luxor. Forget it. Or you could do Luxor. like another, um, what was that? Like Egyptian? That Storm Area 51 and do it out in the desert. Because they do that alien thing out in the desert too. So they also have this thing here that just opened up called Area 15. I was talking about it the last time we streamed, but it's kind of like, it's like an alien themed, like inside warehouse that has like art exhibits and like an arcade and like an arc, it was an arcade bar. And there's more than one bar and restaurants and stuff inside of it. And it's like a super cool place to hang out. I've taken Brie there before, before it was fully opened. But everything is opened in it now. And you guys know, you uh, like famous UFO people, right? We know. We have, we have, we're friends with You're friends with homies. We got, yeah, I'm, a little bit. A little bit. good friends with a couple of famous people in UFO land. You know, See if we, we could, could be like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, absolutely. You could do panels and you could do it right. And we're the right people to bring this to the floor because the other people that are doing it they're all bullshit artists like wilcox and good and all those we really mm -hmm. want to tell the truth those people want to take your money and sell you a story we, we we're here to tell you the truth 
I think so that's one totally thing. That's listen, at what point do we know who to trust, though? Because how do we know that's that exactly. the people that we're not buying into now will eventually be people like that? Because I mm -hmm. have been trying to tell Honey, people that Wilcock money, has not been like this forever. Wilcock used he to hasn't, be cool. But he is like, now. He was he legit has it, but he and is he was now. cool. That's what mm -hmm. fucking sucks. It's like, how do we know that? You know that why? Money Someone's changes everybody. Money I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. To all evil. See, because I'm the kind of guy, if we did a show like this, and somebody came to the door and they'd be like, yo, I really wanted to come to this, but I, I just can't afford $40 you know, for be a like, ticket. I'd be like, fucking like, come, come in, man. Come in. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Go have fun. Whatever. Sure. You know? I think it, it's like, that's it's, why it's, we it's, stay it's, poor. I was like, but that's that's right. exactly that's the You're balance. Right. That's the balance that, unfortunately, the small people and I think sometimes why we stay a little bit smaller is because that's what's happening. Is because there's this balance between making enough money to continue and sustain what you're doing, and then making enough money to have fuck you money, right, and to be right, able to do right, more. Right. And like right. we, like, like I'll say, like one time, me and Bree for Christmas a few years ago, all of our Patreons, we sent them a huge package in the mail and ended up going into debt doing it. And we were mm -hmm. like, oh shit, like this kind of stuff happens. But like, that's the kind of things we want to do back to our community, because like, who are we without the people who are supporting us? So it's right. like you have to find some sort of a balance to be able to sustain yourself, to do this as much as you can, to continue to pump information out. But like that does cost money, unfortunately. But you get to that part where like you get too much and then you start to get a very big ego about yourself and the information stops being important and your ego starts being important. Right, because you now become comfortable to live in a certain type of lifestyle. You're mm -hmm. accustomed to having, you know, X instead of Y. And, you know, yep. now you can't drive a Toyota Camry. You got to drive a, a, a fucking Rolls Royce Phantom. And, you know, like Bree, you know, you couldn't get your book signed that time because, you know, his head was too big because he thought who the fuck he was. But really, if you take your ufology away from him, he's nobody. He's and so like nobody. That. And that's you a funny thing that, that happens a lot, like, especially when I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so. And they're like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's ufology. Nobody, unless you're inside of this topic, you have no idea who any of these people are. I love how I you know. say it, ufology. I'll never forget. I, love ufology. I, will, I will never forget when mom was like, who the fuck is he? He thinks he's important. I've never known his name. No See me? Knows him, and I'm like, Wilcox. Wilcox. Me. <laughs> like, I would have read his fucking book on I'm Twilight like, but right in front of him. Me. He's someone to us, you know. It's like, but it's this, it's the same thing that, other than this very small niche of people, the average people have no idea. Have Listen, no half idea these people became are. famous so because they got on, over? they got on Gaia. It Ancient aliens, the Gaia. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's why you know these people. If they never did any of that, you really, nobody would really know who they are. You know and I, I agree with you, but again, it also has to do with the fact that we live in a society where we idolize people. Like, we wouldn't have celebrities if we didn't make celebrities out of people, right? And I think one of the ways to to, to de-celebritize people is to do things like meet your heroes like Bree did, because right. it, like, it changes the way that you look at them, and at the end of the day, we remember that we're all just human, and we do human-ass fucking things. People, man. That's oh, it. for sure. I'll you know never forget the day that, like, I started working with contact and they all told me like listen like you're a fan and you're you're gonna learn really quick that they're like it's not you know it's it's so different and see this is why i never got into doing like live stream on youtube i just put 
videos up. I go out, I film, you know, mm -hmm. more like the boots on the guy ground outside filming this stuff. I, I never got into doing it like, you know, live like this because people talk shit about everybody. You know, you got mad UFO beef and we're talking about UFOs and higher dimensions. This is supposed to be about love and experience and sharing information love, and peace, love and happiness. You know what I'm saying? And that's not the vibe I get from those people. You know, the vibe I get from those people is like, yeah, come here. I'll tell you the truth for $399 behind this firewall. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are people you want to steer clear from. And if you want somebody to steer you in the right direction, there's nobody better than Stephen Cambian. <laughs> we love Cambian. Cambian, Cambian is the man. One. That's my boy. That's he is you know the what? fucking There's... UFO detective. That's There's... Sherlock Holmes of ufology, right there. I think, and I think it uh, it all boils down to at the end of the day too is it comes to a lot of people get these egos above them, and it sucks because sometimes their information is really really good, and the stories that they have to tell are really good, and they get these big giant egos in the way, and it takes away from ufology. Like at the end of the day, all of this is doing is just taking away from us studying ufos right the whole purpose of ufology is to defeat what the government's been doing to us for all these years mm -hmm, making mm -hmm. us feel like assholes that's what the government did you know for years they said that we were quacks people that love uh, ufos and talk about ufos and abductions are crazy demonized us yep right now you got harvard scientists like i'll be low trying to get down you know what i'm saying so just just think about the 360 the, the subject went on now you know what i'm saying but that's so indicative of us and our past though and our our ideas and our beliefs we have all these horrible ideas and beliefs and then as society progresses and we further be changing our ideas and beliefs and this is just another one of them where like we have to stop being so final in our <laughs> ideas and beliefs and laws and rules and stuff because like everything is open to interpretation and change exactly exactly like me when i get a video i share it with everybody like mm -hmm. rich from Goofon is my friend Blake and Brent Cousins I'm friend with from third phase. And I'm also friends with secure team, Tyler. I, mm -hmm, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't shut anybody out. You know what I'm saying? There's and no reason to. There's yeah. no mm -hmm. reason to. There's enough to go around for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I just put my channel up a year ago mm -hmm. and um, they were telling me the other day, oh my God, you, you got over 5,000 subscribers already. You don't even go on and talk to nobody. Yeah, but that's the point. People mm -hmm. want to see the footage. They don't want the to hear me yapping about what I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They want to see the footage. Unless you got a channel like you girls. You girls, I was you like, know. I was like, and see, get, and that's why we, it, you know what I'm that's saying? why we did, that's why we did audio for a long time because it wasn't necessarily about us. It was just about the information that we wanted to talk about. And, you know, that's really, we, when we did our audio and we're doing these really deep dive, heavy, long episodes where we would study for like weeks at a time in these like topics and stories, like we became so knowledgeable. And because of that, that's the reason we do the show here now is because we do have a ton of information and knowledge that we just want to get out there and talk about. Stick with the phone thing you girls do when you have people call up and all of that. The abduction hotline. Yep. The public loves to be linked in with everybody. People want to be heard. And that's such a cool thing that you do. You know, Third Phase of the Moon does that too. And do they? It, it's, that's super yeah, cool. Yeah. And it's so important to be linked in with the public. It really is. 
everybody's got to feel accepted. Everybody wants to voice well, their opinion. Everybody wants to be heard. And, and it's that's not cool just about, that you do that. It's not just about that, but I think at the end of the day, what's really going to bring disclosure is more and more people talking about their stories because the more and more people talk about it, the more normalized it is. And then it stops becoming this stigmatized thing. And then we just right. believe aliens are real. Like that's right. really what disclosure is. I genuinely don't think it's the president coming out on the front lawn and saying aliens are here. or It's a spaceship coming down and landing on the, the White House saying aliens are here. I think it's but just you know us, as a society over time, we just decide that uh, enough of this has happened where this is just something that, 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 that is real. But that happened already. The Pentagon came out and said the shit's real. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, they and, did. And, they walked and, out on the fucking steps. Yes, they yeah, did. Okay. And, and half the world still doesn't believe. Nope. So that, that's, that's not mm -hmm. the problem. You know I remember. I remember when that specifically happened. Me and Bree immediately jumped on and did an episode about it because we were like, "Why is this not in the news? And why is nobody paying attention?" But literally, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, I, I say all the time, like we got Scientology, you got Catholics, you got Muslims. I'm going to start ufology as a religion. Listen, go Scientology does not belong in the same group. Scientology is a no. Bitch. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Scientology is a group. I'm just but saying that it's a religion at this point. Yeah. People mm -hmm. are worshiping the devil today. I'm gonna have an alien church. That's what I'm you gonna could. start. You could absolutely, absolutely. Just please Isn't don't, please really don't. Like We're gonna worship extraterrestrials. I was like, but please don't, please don't make us drink any Kool Aid. That's my one rule. No, no Kool Aid, orange and juice, and no, and, and no, <laughs> and no matching outfits. Yeah, no matching outfits. No matching like, outfits. No spacesuits, no like skin tight spacesuits. You guys don't want to wear those. Why not? I'll wear a skin tight Ooh, suit. Okay, wait, man. maybe I was like, Wrap maybe a skin tight leather. space suit. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I'm a latex fan, so I think that would be cool. All right. I love that. Rubber suit. That's a vibe. A rubber suit. Yes, exactly. On, honestly, it's like weird to think about, though, of like UFOs. I feel like a lot of people would really, really hate against aliens being a religion. Yeah, I would too. I think that a lot of people would would people hate about it. People hate. On they, do. they do. They so, do. Genuinely, you know they really do. Absolutely. That's the world. That's okay. That's uh, that's one thing I always say to people, like, especially when it comes on to like putting yourself on the, out on the internet and doing the things that you do. Like, people are going to hate. That's why like when earlier when people were making comments about the fucking like Twitter thing, like people are going to hate. That's Screw part Twitter, of life. Man. When you put yourself out there, you are you are letting yourself have criticism and people come in and make comments. Right. And so right. you, you got to be open. just Listen, you have I to be open to one it. One thing, mm -hmm. there's one thing you got to learn when you're on YouTube and you're putting things out there for the world to see. People are going to hate just to hate. People yeah, are going to exactly. go on and give you thumbs down and talk shit just because they can. Just to do it. And, yep. Mm -hmm. And Brie, you can't uh, let that I'm eat you up. I'm having a hard time with that. I used to be hard. <laughs> you know really why? Because it's hurtful because you really work am. hard, right? You work hard for what you do, man. Yeah, and, and, and I think that was, that was a big reason why I never wanted to be on YouTube. That was a big reason why I wanted to stay on audio because people couldn't really judge us for anything you know, <laughs> we looked or anything like that they just they just had our voices Brie, mm -hmm. do you love and respect yourself she does yes I and that's know. all that matters man. <laughs> that's it fuck what everybody else thinks man See, and that's that's what i tell her all the time nobody the time. else can yeah, walk in your just, shoes hon remember that it's just hard yeah i know it's just hard i yeah. it's like a part of me is always is like fuck you and then the other part of me is like are they when people come on no, my channel like, and I talk shit, I just block them. Goodbye. 
you're out. Goodbye. You're out. Well, no. See and ya. here's the th- here's the thing. I always say, listen, they might be fucking hating, but they're going to every one of your videos and watching them to make a comment. So yep. just let let them have the let. Just take the view. Just take it. Who cares? Let me tell you something. Uh, about ten months ago, I literally had somebody stalking me on my show. Guy was telling me he's gonna come to my house. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. Oh my like god! Legit, why? Like a legit fucking psychopath. Why? Until the guy, until the guy found out that I worked for the police department, and then that was the end of that. Yeah, but he was like, okay, government. Yeah, it, that went on for like four months, and uh, it got to a point where like I literally had to go file a report. Like the guy had my address. Like I, it was freaking me out. You know what I mean? And then I just said that somebody had told me another friend that does YouTube is like people do this to us all the time because I got worried. My wife's home alone with the kid. You know, mm-hmm, God forbid mm-hmm. I'm not here. Something happens. You know, that's where your mind goes. Exactly. Then, yeah. Then I just fucking let it go. Nothing ever happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird, though. Would- it's just people. People get so angry and they just want to um, assert themselves and make you feel riled up. I think that's that's what yeah. gets them. Like you're, they're people just trying to rile you the, up. They want to get under your skin. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yep. When when people can't do. Their only other option is, is is to try to like put you down when they can't exactly, do it. and they can't and do anything. It. That's all they can do. That's exactly. They're jealous that they can't be you, and that's it. Jamie is the one to handle it. Jamie's always been the one to be able to handle it. I like I I back, like, yeah. No, I no genuinely one. it it take like there's know. not a lot that bothers me. Like I have a lot of shit. Like I I'll have my moments where like I'll I'll be like wait, and then like I'm like oh. But like I, yeah, I'm not. I just don't give a shit about what people think about me. Go for it. I do not literally care. It's not a concern of mine. I have way bigger things to deal with in my life than like what people think about me. So we got to buy Brie boxing lessons this year for Christmas. Hundred percent. One time I tried to take her to a gun range, but she had a panic attack. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife's the same way. My wife is the same way. I don't like the bangs and shit. I can't. Yeah, handle my that. wife's a girly girl through and through. Not me. <sighs> not me. Although Brie really likes camping. She's a camper. Oh, well, that's I'm good. I'm a girly girl that loves to camp and likes aliens and space and shit. That's in space. Which yeah. combo. It's a weird when combo. I, when, I go, when I want to go out into the woods to a cabin, I got to take my wife to like a mansion on the wood. Otherwise, she ain't going in the woods. <laughs> okay. Oh, see, I like to be out there. Like So Brie likes to be in the wood, but I will say one thing about Brie, though, is when we do travel and go places, Brie is very bougie and likes to stay in like oh, yeah, very no, nice I hotels. She's not. She's like. She's like motel, motel eight. What? Never been there in my life. <laughs> like she's very much like she's oh, like. Cool. What's this? I need the balcony penthouse. Like what's happening? Well, maybe that's why money will never get to me because I'll never be, you know. I just dragged my wife like, up uh, like two months nice ago. Things, be like I'm used to it. <laughs> I dragged my wife up like two months ago to the Poconos, not far from Cambians, to go on a Bigfoot I hunt. And uh, I, we were out there. We were going to going to do a Bigfoot investigation. We were out there for like a week. Ooh! And, uh, oh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I caught like one one sound of a Bigfoot howling from like way out. I, I mean, it could. I, I say it was a Bigfoot howling. You I say really it was a Bigfoot. Know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I didn't see it. And um, I put donuts out one night. And uh, woke up in the morning, the donuts were gone, and I got three tracks, three large footprint tracks I got. I didn't drop the video yet because uh, I filmed a lot of it on my psionics camera. Yeah. And to download the footage takes forever, forever. on this camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it, forever. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep, because it's super and, high resolution and, and shit. 
And I'm not really good with editing. I'm not the best with it. Like, yeah. Spooky's like a master with that. Like, she I would is, need somebody yeah. like that to put it together. She's and so good. I, I just never put the footage together because it's just, it's way too much work. There's just so much of it. Uh, we need to plan just, a, like, a Bigfoot hunting trip, shit. too. Oh, you know that? what, Anthony? We need to have you just come on in general, maybe just more often and tell us more stories. Because I feel like you are like a never-ending fountain. Yeah, oh, like, uh, like, yeah, like like so much has happened to you. Like, join Tatiwaba? Yeah, like, come on into our circle. Let's come on. Let's have more conversations. Fucking right. I would love to. I should but get my laptop gonna... back this week. Yes, yes, no, get mean, it. Like, and then I can, like, officially come on because I'm yeah. on my cell phone and it sucks. This iPhone is it's, horrible. It's doing better than a lot of things I've been around. It sounds clear and everything on it. I mean, I'm, it does. I'm, I just bought a house, so I'm, like, not used to, like, not having Congratulations. my microphone and all that. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal. It is. Are you married? You have step. babies? Tell us your life story. He's Tell married. us what's going on he with you. Yeah, wife. Yeah, yes, well, wife. I, I'm with the same girl 15 years, so she's my wife. Oh my god! My yes, congratulations! Yay. Yes. My son is 17. <gasps> oh, old. He's yes. Little little hottie. He's a little bodybuilder stud muffin. Everybody calls Ooh, him. He's a smart kid. Mm-hmm. What's that? I we said smart kid. Smart, very smart kid. Loves UFOs, Bigfoot, and all of that stuff. Really, that's so um, cool. That's super cool. You know, what, he, he, ha, has he ever had an experiences? Like, has he ever told you about any of them? He comes out with me all the time. He comes out oh. with me all the time. All the time. He busts my child so much. Dad, are we going out tonight? There's no clouds. Are we going out tonight? No Come on, let's way. go. That is so he loves that's super he cool. Loves my son and I are so close, man. I'm so grateful to have that because there's no greater connection you can have with somebody than with a child. You know, with, with awesome. your child, you know, mm-hmm, where you can mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. open up and tell that person anything and he could tell you anything and you could kick off each other. That's like the best thing in the world. That Thank you, so Enzo. Cool. You have something yeah. special for sure. Yeah, we, you do. we have something special. And he's That's just amazing. like, you know, he, he races dirt bikes now. He plays hockey. He, he's like the spitting image of me when I was growing up. And I'm so proud of him. He's thinking Sounds about like going into. Man. He's thinking about becoming an officer in the military now, and uh, so uh, I told him, "Yeah, be an officer in the gentleman." I said, "With your baby blue eyes and your physique, the girls will eat you up, son." And maybe he'll, <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll, maybe he'll end up on one of those navy ships that gets to see UFOs. Well, we have a couple family members that are on the SEAL team, so I, I told them, Ooh. "If you're going to go anywhere, you're going to go into the navy," and um, that's where I would like you to go because he's you like. See- ah, He's like, I'm thinking about going to the Coast Guard. I was like, you are not becoming a puddle pirate. That's not happening on a my watch. puddle pirate? I love that. <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I said, you're going to become a man. You're going you're gonna to go to the Navy, and we'll see about getting your commission on the SEAL team if you want to do something for real. That's amazing. Um, yeah. You are it's raising a, him. So it, it, sounds like, it sounds like in addition to your family. I want him to, to have family... aspirations for himself. I don't want him to put limitations on himself. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. care that only 12 out of 200 graduate SEAL team training. If he wants to do that, he's got to put his fucking he'll mind to it. it. Yep. And he's got to devote all his time and attention to it. And if that's what he really wants, he'll get it. He'll, exactly. And that's it. Can you be my dad? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it am, sounds I like... old, am I old enough? Shit, I just turned no. 40. No. no. It sounds like <laughs> no. in addition to being like know. super, like your family being super connected to like having like paranormal and like alien activity and stuff like that. Like you, it sounds like you guys have a lot of government involvement as well with like you working for the government with like your family being involved in the military and stuff like that. Do you think that that has a lot to do with you guys having those experiences as well? Uh, no. No, I think it just happens when you're susceptible to it. You don't have any, like, government secrets you're trying to tell us? What do you want to know? 
Tell us all of it, everything. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 know I, mean if, I feel like you would be a really great addition to the Tatiwaba multiverse. Let me tell you, I'd be honored because I think your channel's got a lot of potential. Well, I think you. I really you should do. really be a part of us. I feel like we vibe really well. And I feel like everything that you have, like you bring a different side that we don't have, which is super paranormal. We don't have anyone that has like really strong connections. Really? I mean, yeah. I've had mediumistic moments, but I've not like been in an environment where I've been like fully enthralled in that or that it's been passed down the family. I feel like you really bring that to the table and that's something. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I guess that's Uh, something that people don't have. Yeah. It's not, let me tell you something. Everything, I feel that everything happens for a reason. I found your channel through Steven because Steven's my friend. And, you know, then I found you guys, I jumped over to you guys and we all click. It seems like we all click. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you know Richie from Google. I do, I do, I do. Rich is actually going to be helping us with the Golden Probes. He's actually one of our special guests that's coming on. Primo guy, Rich. Let me tell you something. Awesome friend to have. You're surrounding yourself with wonderful people and that's the right thing to do. You're in the right crowd. That's what I think it's important about like this community and this environment is like not fighting each other and not being like, oh, you have a UFO show. You have a UFO show. Like what is wrong with us all not coming together and having these kind of conversations? Like why would we like I love how supportive the community is regardless of like technically we're all competing with each other. You know what I mean? Those are the people you want to surround yourself with, the people that are going to lift you up, not bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you know, I have my I have my own channel. But like when I when my videos go on third phase of moon, I drive my wife nuts because she's not a UFO person at all. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. on third phase of moon. She's like, Would you shut the fuck up? I've seen it already. You know, she's like, Run it up. I'm like, mm-hmm. play it mm-hmm. again, play, play it again, play it again. She's like, I want to watch a movie. You got this thing on for four hours. You know, because you know, I'm so I'm so proud that something I filmed is being shown by somebody that's somebody like, else. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? That's the cool thing. I, I couldn't, I'll give you exactly that happened to us. Uh, we interviewed Grant Cameron and then Grant Cameron asked to interview us and we were like, excuse me, what? Wow, Grant Cameron. That, that's we were like, what? What? Excuse me? Yeah, it was on his podcast and we were like, what? Okay. And he sat with us. I think our interview was like literally two hours long. Really? Mm-hmm. You got to put that up. You got it up on the show? Not on my show. Well, no, because I don't want to like repost his stuff, but it's, I've posted it before on our Twitter, like his feed for it before. Yeah, but like you're on it, right? Yes, but it's just yeah, audio. So, yeah, so what? People love to see that. So that just shows how in tune you are with the community. Everybody, you know, people want to see that. Believe me when I tell you. <laughs> My computer- we've met we've met a lot of people along the way. I will say we've been doing this for this is our oh, fifth yeah. year that we're going into. So it's like we've just we've talked to a lot of people in the community. We've 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 gone around and we've gone out and we've actively tried to talk to a lot of these people. So it's like it, it's over the years we've worn them down slowly to come on. Yeah. Yeah, you got them. That's that's the important thing. No, exactly. Hey, spooky. Hey, spooky. Spooky. All right, you guys. We've been going for two hours, and we have to get out of here. Um, Anthony, thank you for coming on. Please, we're gonna DM. Absolute pleasure. We're gonna DM later, and we'll talk. We'll talk later more. Please. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'll see you guys next time. All right. All right. Thank Thank you so much, love. Thanks for coming on. Night. Bye. All right, Bree. Thank you for coming here, everybody. I hope you liked our Krampus and our very impromptu kind of um, not planned uh, 
kind of interview with Anthony over there from Unidentified S4. So we love you all. Merry Christmas. We, we are going to, we're going to be Merry back tomorrow. We're going to be back tomorrow. You guys with another stream, we're going to be doing butt stuff. I don't know what time, um, but we love you all. Balls cut off tomorrow. Yeah. So we don't know, day. but we love I you all. Oh, there's spooky. Hi, spooky. I love you. Okay. Good night, everybody. And goodbye. <laughs> Good night, you guys. Goodbye.